So a few months ago, we did an episode where we ranked the best players in the NBA, and everybody loved it. So I think today we're going to do something similar, but a little different, and we're going to rank the top 25 young players under 25. So let's this, do this it. should be a fun one. I love this List just Day. just my bag. I love List Day. Yeah. yeah. Let's just jump right into it. Let's start. Let's go by uh, tiers of five. So we'll do 20 through 25, then 15 through 10, et cetera. Okay. Who do you guys have at 25 through 20? Mo, you go first. Okay. Working. Oh, okay. I'll go first. So 25, I have Benedict Matherin. I forgot about Benedict. He's not on my list. Okay. Jackass, you already lost. <laughs> oh, got a curse. Shit. Anyways, um, all right. 25, Curses Benedict Matherin. 24, <laughs> Kevin Herter. 23, Alfred Sangoon. Kevin Herter's under 25? Yeah, Kenny, Ke- Kevin Herter's 24. Yeah, your list is already list. trash, bro. I forgot about <laughs> him. Yeah, so 23, Alfred Sangoon. 22, MPJ. And 21 is Jordan Poole. Finished out as 20. Is Tyler Hero. Okay. Ooh. Pretty solid. I had Tyler Hero a little bit higher than you. Okay. Ah, interesting. So, yeah, so say that one more time fast so I can see. All right, so real again. quick fast. 25, Benedict Matherin. 24, Kevin Herter. 23, Alfred Singoon. 22, MPJ. 21, Jordan Poole. And 20, Tyler Hero. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you didn't have Palo Bancaro on your top 25? No. Okay. I just no, took him off Well, one. he is on it. He's higher, though. What the? F- you have him higher than that? He's higher. Yeah, yeah, he's higher. Yeah, he's okay, higher. Okay, well, I forgot about Kevin Herter, so I just bumped Palo Bancaro off my list because I just changed it. Wow. One thing. Okay. Wow. You would, go ahead and give your five. I got to change mine up real quick, Donovan. Look at him. Right. He's already changing. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. All right. I forgot so, about these, one of these guys. So at 25, we have uh, Jordan Poole. At 24, we have Shangoon. At 23, we have Keldon Johnson. At 22, I have Anthony Simons, and then at 21, I have Paolo. Okay. What about yeah. 20? And then at 20, I have DeAndre Ayton. Ooh, mm. I have Ayton okay. much higher than you. Tell yes. me why you have Ayton so low. That's interesting to me. I have Ayton a lot higher. I think that, so for Ayton, a lot of it is just situational right now. Like, I mm-hmm. think if if he was able to be the number one option on his team, we probably could see him do a little bit uh, more offensively. We could see like the true versatility of his game. But I think this year has been a little bit disappointing. And then now that KD's come into the mix, I, I know that KD's hurt, but now that KD's in the mix, Aiton really has been relegated into this, you know, rim runner role. We're going to, we're going to make you the main beneficiary of Chris Paul's pick and roll game. And one of your main objectives is going to be just to play defense and kind of just, you know, let Devin do it. Let Devin and KD uh, do what he does. So I think if if Aiton had ended up going to Indiana in the offseason, he probably would be higher because I think he's, I think in terms mm, of talent, a little more. yeah, I think in terms yeah. of talent, he's higher on the list. But in terms of production, uh, that's why I have him at 20. Interesting. We're going to have such radically different lists. We like, are. We are. Because yeah. I, also, I also did just a little bit of projection on this one and... I tried to stay away from it, but there's some guys where I just I had to put them a little a little bit up yeah. there. That's like, can can you guys both text your people right now are gonna see our list on screen, but so we can see him reference it. Can you text your top like as we go, text them to the chat so we can all see each other's list? Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I'm glad you mentioned the projection thing. I think we should let people know real quick that the the whole point of this is zero projection. It's just who is the best players right now as of today, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what I got to clarify. Yeah. I, try, I tried to do that as best as possible. There's some guys who I just I just couldn't. Okay. Let me get my next my top first five. So I just changed it up a little bit because I forgot about Singun and Herder, who I had to yeah. throw in there. 
I first I had twenty four and twenty five were Paolo Bancaro and Jaden McDaniels, so they're both. Oh, Jaden McDaniels is nice. I snubbed him. So Jaden McDaniels is my first cut now. He didn't quite make it. Okay. So really, the biggest two, the biggest three snubs is Paolo, Jaden McDaniels, and J Dub, Jalen Williams. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I had a hard time with those for the final spots. So now at twenty five, I have Cade Cunningham. Okay. Twenty four, I have Scotty Barnes. Twenty three, Josh Giddy. Ooh. You have him higher? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm 22, surprised. Jordan Poole. Okay. Fair. I went back and forth with Gideon Poole a lot because they're very different games. It depends what you yeah. value. Yeah. I gave Poole the nod a little bit because he's a better off-ball player, I think, and it contributes to winning. He he plays in a very complicated system and manages to play alongside other good players. So yeah. I gave that to him. And then I just added them. 21, I have Kevin Herter. And 20, I have Sangoon. Okay. Listen, that's that's 20, that's nice. Sangoon. Wow. You guys have a little lower, right? Yeah, I I do. Shangun's nice. Shangun is also a product of just a terrible basketball organization in Houston. I think it's the opposite. I think he's being held back by a terrible basketball team in Houston. No, no, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, if he was in a better, if he was in a better situation, I can see myself putting him higher. But because they just got whatever it is that they have going on in Houston, it muddles everybody that you look at in that franchise. Yeah, none of us said Jalen Green, right? And like, hell, yeah. that, that's that's I something. Like, I I like Jalen a lot. I think that I think that his basketball career isn't completely tarnished. Like, it's not going to be poisoned for the rest of his career. Oh, for sure. Because, no one thinks that, right? I mean, well, some listen, people do. Not it's, us. It's kind of toxic. Really bad it's kind of toxic. Whatever they're doing down 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 here in Houston. So I wouldn't yeah. be shocked to see him yeah, kind of exactly. like messed up after this. With Singoon, I th- I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because. You know, we always talk about, I think Mo's made it his tagline, basketball is all about fit, and that's how you kind of value young players is based on around them. Yeah. And Sengun's been in a place where he's been actively held back by his franchise and his head coach specifically. And we've seen them in splashes this year, not splashes, in flashes this year, yeah. give him the reins and allow him to cook. It's like, you know, in NFL, people back in the day used to say, let Russell, let Russell Wilson cook. Yeah. That's how Rockets fans are this year with Sengun. It's like, please let him cook. Like, let him get the ball, please. Run the offense around him. He's clearly their best player, and they haven't done it. And in the flashes they have done it, you've kind of seen those, like I said, flashes to know that he can beat this guy. So I guess you can call it projecting, but really I'm just going to, I'm taking the small sample size we have of a properly built team around him. And I'm assuming that if they actually did that for a long period of time, this is how good he'd be. Yeah, exactly. With these types of lists, like even though we were not supposed to project, there's certain players who have to have expectations because of nuclear waste that they're in, like (laughs) Alfred Sengun. Like I swear to God, if he was on a team that like catered toward him in the more than the Houston Rockets, like the, I don't know, Houston, like the Charlotte Hornets, we would be talking about Alfred Sengun in a a different light, you know, definitely. If if he was in the San Antonio Spurs, he he would be in a completely different light. He would be talked about as one of the like clear cut best young players in the NBA, but he's not. If he was in a big successful market, if he was in the Miami heat and he had like the eyes of like a team, he would be, he he wouldn't even get, don't even get me started if he was a Nick. Oh, mind. If he was a Nick, Tom oh Thibodeau wouldn't play him. But if he was a Laker, he would be the second coming of Jokic to the media's eyes. Yeah, easily. Yeah, I think I think more realistic is like the second coming of Sabonis. That's more of an accurate depiction of like a ceiling, maybe. Yeah. Because obviously, people that make the Jokic comparison, it's it's an easy one, but it's no nobody's Jokic. It's cheap. It's, it's it, cheap. It is lazy. cheap. They see it. They yeah. see a white. They see a white center who can make a couple of no look passes. They say, yeah, yeah he's exactly. Jokic. 
Yeah, the same thing when people say they see it when they see a tall, slender kid who can shoot. They call him next Kevin Durant. Oh, next Brandon Ingram. Uh, six foot seven dude who can shoot and play defense. Next Kawhi. Oh shit, he can dribble. And you can say you can say this a bonus comparison is a little cheap too. But I think that one makes a little bit more sense, mostly because they're undersized, will never be good at defense, had the passing chops, a little bit of a power post game. So I can kind of see that one a little bit more. But it is still white boy comparison. Yeah. Shout out Shane Goon. It's fair. Get, getting, getting the most run in this in this list already, Facts. in this early season. I saw. So Mo has MPJ on his list. He is notably absent from our list. Yeah. He is not on mine. Yeah, I have one, to have MPJ on this list, bro. He's one of I didn't realize players. he wasn't 25 yet, so that's one thing. Yeah, but I could have added him just now. I I was thought about putting him above Cade, but like, be real, I'd rather have Cade Cunningham. So, oh, yeah. so tell me oh, about yeah. that. Why is why is MPJ higher than Kevin Herter? I have MPJ higher than Kevin Herter. I don't now. This is very interesting because I will not outright say that I think MPJ is a better player than Kevin Herter because I think Kevin is a little bit more versatile. Than he what are you doing? <laughs> He's a better playmaker. She like that? This? Huh? No, I'm going. <laughs> Where you going? Yeah, it's it's a weird ass conversation to have, bro. This man, Michael Porter Jr., averages more turnovers than assists per game. He literally averages. <laughs> can you guess how many assists he averages per game? One point two. Ooh, what about you, Donovan? I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say zero point nine. <laughs> oh, it's exactly one point zero from the last time I checked. It's like, <laughs> like literally 20, 40 minutes ago, bro. So that's crazy. Fifty three assists on this on the season and fifty seven turnovers. <laughs> Does not as soon as he touches, it's, so it's going up. Teammates better start walk, running towards the defensive end, bro. Because have you seen that TikTok account that's dedicated yes. to posting MPJ yes. highlights? <laughs> yeah, that guy's hilarious. I have. Yeah, MPJ so. is not in my top twenty-five. I don't really. You just said you know Kevin Hurt is better, so I don't know yeah. why the fuck MPJ is in your top twenty-five. Because <laughs> I had to show him love, bro. Like I don't I know why like, <laughs> he could have been an honorable mention, but like exactly. that sheer fact of the fact. Of, that he only has 53 turnovers. The fact that he is, oh, the balls in my hand is going is, up. Yeah. That's the main reason why I can't put him on this list. Yeah. He's, he's, he is brings nothing straight, else. Exactly. He's a straight, like, 2K player. That's yeah. it. And something interesting that happened earlier today, I'm sure y'all saw it on Twitter. Um, He was talking about how it's hard to catch a rhythm when he sits. It's hard to catch a rhythm in the fourth quarter when he sits, like, 20 minutes prior to that or whatever. And he was, like, kind of throwing shots at Mike Malone. And I think... Something that a lot of people have been thinking. This dude thinks he's like the main character or whatever, and he's gonna hundred percent. Yeah, he's gonna go to another team, and his career is gonna go like completely downhill from that. And like all of his flaws are really gonna be like extremely exposed once he leaves. The thing is, though, this is great advertisement for a guy that that you had kind of been like the upper half of your of like well not upper half but like twentieth. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's a great for him. To be fair. If he was on another team where he got more shots, he'd put up better numbers, which is probably what matters to him. Like, he could average 25 on a team that lets him shoot all, all the time. Yeah. Would it be a productive 25? No. Oh, but would no, it that be 25 leads you to a top yeah. five pick. That's perfect, for depending on your team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While we're on the topic of defense, make sure you're defending your home network at an elite level with NordVPN. With NordVPN, you can speed up your internet, watch shows and movies that are blocked in other countries, and most importantly, protect your network from cyber attacks on up to six devices at once. The threat protection feature is great too because it allows you to block ads and hide yourself in trackers even when you're not connected to a VPN server. You can download all the files you want worry-free because you don't even got to worry about whether or not you're going to download a virus because NordVPN scans, identifies, and eliminates threats before they can harm your devices. NordVPN is celebrating their 11th birthday this year, and to commemorate the occasion, you can get a two-year plan with an exclusive deal plus a free month 
plus a mystery gift. And all this is risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. All you gotta do is go to nordvpn.com slash deep3 and get the best online protection on the market. Interesting, so who else? So you have Benedict Mathurin at 30. I do not think Benedict Mathurin should be, I mean, at 25. I don't think he should be on there. That's fair. I'd rather have Jaden McDaniels, honestly, for right now. <sighs> yeah. Jaden McDaniels, McDaniels is a hard cut. He's legitimately like a, he's gonna be developing into a top tier 3 and D player pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's elite. He's elite. But I felt like I just wanted to show Bennett and Mathurin his respect. You know, okay. um, he's one of mm-hmm. the better rookies. I think he's starting to slide down the the rookie list because J Dub is on a fucking tear. He was also J Dub was also a snub and also Markel Fultz. I really wanted him to put him on my list because mm-hmm. like ever since he's been back with the Orlando Magic, they've been uh, they, they look like a different team. But anyways, back to Bennett and Mathurin. Um, he just deserves respect. Even though he's slid hella, like like all rookies, they hit that wall. Happened to Paul Vancaro. It's happened to um it's happening to Bennett and Mathurin. He's averaging like twelve points over the last fifteen games and it's happening, but I just wanted to put him there. Okay. I noticed we all have Jordan Poole in here. Donovan, where'd you rank you, I, I don't see your list on here, Donovan. Where'd had, you rank Jordan Poole? I had I had Poole at twenty five. He was like okay. the last cut. I think for Poole, for for me it's it's two things. One, he is he's a one half of the ball type of player, right? Like he's just never going to be a, a good defender. I don't and think th- he's like a god awful defender, though. No, but I mean, listen, there were times in the playoffs where he was unplayable, and so I yeah. think once you once you get into that setting and you can you know teams start targeting you a lot more, it's going to be really really hard for Golden State to keep him out on the floor if he's not doing the things that he was doing at the end of last season, at the start of the playoffs last year, where he yeah. legitimately looked like. A third splash brother. Now, like the the term now is kind of like splash cousin. That, that's <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what, what's been going around. And if he's not on top of his game, if he's not making fifty percent of his shots, if he's not shooting forty percent from from three very consistently, I think it's it's kind of hard to to keep him out on the floor all the time. See, is the problem that his defense is like atrocious and can't be on the field court, or is it the fact that you can't pair him with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry at the same time? I think that's the bigger issue, right? Is that you just can't have that many average to below average defenders. So if well, if, if even, they didn't have a point even, guard who was also a mid defender, well, not Steph Curry solid, but you know what I mean, small. Like you can't have that many small guards out there. Yeah, I think that's but, more of a problem. I think, but but when all three of them are out there on the floor, they're still picking to to, to go at Jordan. Well, yeah, Poole. that's playoff basketball, right? You can pick the smallest guy. That doesn't necessarily mean he's no, like a total liability. No, but he is clearly the the worst defender. If you're talking about like Steph Curry, who again is much much improved, had a game yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah. He's know, a good ha- defender. Yeah, had a game winning block the other day, and then Clay Thompson. From, yeah, and then Clay Thompson coming back from all his lower leg injuries. They'd rather go at Jordan Poole than a dude who hasn't had legs for two years. Yeah, and I but think it, it's like it's it's some it's some of those things where it's like the it's the on ball defense, and then. There's a lot of times where I just see him. He's just not locked in. He's not disciplined. There's yeah. a lot. Of, there's, there's a lot of. There's a lot of times where he can he can get beat on a back cut. He just has some stupid fouls where he's not like yeah. stupid turnovers too. Yeah, he's not 100 percent engaged. I really like Jordan Poole. He's really fun, but I would rather have some of these other players. I see what you I, mean. Because I, I think, think the problem with the that? with the playoff defense argument is that that's the same logic of like when people said Steph Curry was a bad defender in like 2016 era because LeBron attacked him every time. But like, yeah. You're flanked by Klay Thompson, Andre Iguodala, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green. Of course, you're going to attack the smallest guy. I think that was kind of what we saw in the finals last year with Jordan Poole. So he is not a great defender at all, by any means. Like mm-hmm. you said, his off-ball defense is a huge problem. But I'm going to try not to hold the fact that we saw him get played off the court against him too much, because I think that's just more of a fit thing. If he was playing alongside 
Marcus Smart or something, or if he's then it would be less of an issue, right? Or if he's playing with another smaller guard that attack him. So I think it's just like a strategy thing, and not necessarily like he's not Trey Young. You know what I mean? <laughs> love, love the love the Trey Young shot. <laughs> um, why am I? Why is he getting <laughs> <six rays? laughs> very, very funny. No, I, I get I get what you're saying. There, but like, there's concerns at every level of his defense with him, mm-hmm. whether it's on ball. Uh, you know, on yeah, ball, on ball, off ball, just overall like attention to where your hand placement is and stuff like that. So that's why I have him at twenty five. Okay, so you guys had Giddy ab- above number twenty. I actually didn't have Josh Giddy on my list. Whoa, Whoa. that um, is crazy a, to hear a, coming from you. There's a listen. I was very high on Josh Giddy coming coming into this year. Um, Higher than me. Yeah i I chose to go with Keldon Johnson instead of instead of Josh Giddy. Um, okay. Oh, bro, I, watching Spurs basketball. You're in the trenches right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that Keldon is oh, also. I about Devin Vassell on this list. Yeah, I was about to say I would I would rather put Devin Vassell on this list. Me than too. Keldon. Keldon Johnson's mid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I like Keldon. I think I think Keldon has his buff privilege. I think <laughs> I think him and and Vassell, uh, frankly, they're both the same as as Shangun, where they are very much hindered by like this terrible terrible situation that they're in like the Spurs at one point lost 16 games this year <laughs> in a row Damn. yeah six, 16 yeah. 16 in a row and I think if you put if the Spurs were on track to win 30 games instead of 18 I think we can see a little bit more of like Keldon's like all around this come out so I still have I still have hope he's shown a little yeah. bit he's, he's shown some signs of, of promise in the past I'm I'm really just still holding on to that Okay. And and that's that's the only reason why I have him on the list. I think Kelvin was miscast this year. They're kind of trying to make him the guy. He has to be the number one option, like go to wing scorer. Yeah, and he's not good at that at all. So I think the better indictment of him is what we saw like last year and the year before that, where he was like an off ball player next to Dejounte Murray, next mm-hmm. to Demar Rosen, and he can kind of like be a three and D wing with a little bit of self creation. Him having to be the guy is just a nightmare. Like that's not his game at all. Again, that's why they've lost sixteen. Yeah. You know, that, that's why they they lost sixteen in a row, and they're they're in the they're in the running for Wemby. But I I'm holding out hope. He's a, he's again one of those guys where I'm still projecting. I think if he can get to another situation, he can start to like legitimately be more recognized as as one of the top young players. Um, but yeah, so I have him at twenty three for Giddy. It just it it hadn't. I think for Giddy and me, I had I thought he was going to win most improved player at the start. Facts. Of the year. And so, for him not to take the leap that I thought he was, it's still just a little bit of a bad taste Whoa. in my mouth, Pauls. And so then that's that's why he's <laughs> off my list. Whoa, <laughs> there, there, was, there was there was no way around it. <laughs> okay, I disagree, okay. but whatever. But anyways, I think uh, he's been solid. He's been great I, in my mind. Like I've always been on the lower end of giddy have y'all i know y'all for a fact have seen that um meme that's been passed around across nba twitter shout out to hoop intellects like he made this he makes these nba draft scouting report thingies and uh his little screen card that he had for josh giddy his weakness was just like all around everything on the basketball yeah. court athleticism <laughs> yeah. dribbling shooting like everything except for passing and so yeah. like overall i've never i never really saw it with josh giddy and just to see how he's able to like be real surgical with his game while having possibly the worst bag in the entire NBA <laughs> is so impressive. Run straight. <laughs> so impressive. Run straight and run around circles, bro. And he just makes the most obvious, bro. well, not so obvious, but like 
he just he's just a great basketball player. If you put Bob Cousy into the modern NBA, you'd get Josh Giddy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a great comparison, dog. That's a great comparison. And that's I'm like, crazy. what type of leap do you expect him to make? You wanted to have, like him, this, you wanted yeah. to have him, you wanted to have him average no twenty handles. or what, bro? Shit, he's good though. He's a very smart passer. Surprisingly decent score. Get gets to his spots. Plays yeah. the right way. All this white yeah. purple shit. White purple. So shit. speaking of Giddy, this is a great transition because I have Giddy at nineteen. Okay. At eighteen, I have Aiton. At seventeen, okay. I have Maxi. At sixteen, I have Frank uh, Scotty Barnes, and at fifteen, I have Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner. Ooh, I love the Franz love. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let me do this in mind. Right. So you had Scotty Barnes very high. I had Scotty Barnes at twenty-four. I did not have yeah. Scotty Barnes very high. We'll talk about uh, that. Okay, so. Well, part of the reason why I had Scotty Barnes high is because I was kind of projecting because I'm like, I know this dude's a little bit better than what's what he's doing right now because I just don't think the team around him caters to his game like it does to, I don't want to say like Franz Wagner, but a lot of other players on this on this list, their team is building towards them or at least putting the That's right a good point. players who, you know what I'm saying, feed off of the game. And I think Masai Jiri, he needs to be investigated. I He's not doing <laughs> Scotty Barnes right at all. He's, You're right. Something's wrong with him, all right? So he traded for Jakubo to start next to him, which is an even worse fit for Scotty Barnes. So I see. Yeah, you. so I'm just like, I know he's better than what he's doing right now, and I'm not even the biggest Scotty Barnes fan. Okay, so I have at 19, I have Franz Wagner. I see you guys had him higher. I kind of wish I would have now had the balls to do that. At 18, I have Simons, Anthony Simons, which I haven't seen on your guys' list. You don't have Anthony Simons on your list? Oh, I do. I had, okay, I, had, okay. I had Simons at 22. Oh, okay. Okay, so I got Simons at 18, Harrow at 17. Aiton at 16, and Maxi at 15. Okay. Oh, fuck. I just okay. fucked up my list on whatever. <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid. All right. Real, real That's nice. So I have Hero at 19, Cade at 18, Jared Allen at 17, Franz Wagner at 16, and Scotty Barnes at 15. Jared Allen is not 28 years old? No, he's 24, surprisingly. Damn. He's young. He's young. I left him off my list, bro. Holy fuck. Tough. That's on me. So yeah. you guys have Scotty Barnes very high. Yeah. I beginning of the year I would have did the same thing, but I just feel like the rookie of the year buzz and the fact he had a strong run into last year made everybody overreact, including myself. I bought the hype, and this year he kind of just like <laughs> he didn't get worse, right? Like he's like it's easy to you kind of have to fight the bias of negatively hurting a, a player's image too much because they didn't take a second year leap where we all assume they'll be stars. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to be fair to him, he doesn't have to do that. But I just don't think he's been that great. Like, sure, you could say the fit isn't good, but I don't think he's improved much at all. Do you? Uh, I couldn't say that he's improved, but it's so hard to ask him to improve when, like, it's not set up for him to improve. You know? Like, I feel, yeah. I feel like if the team was gutted out, or at least, like, not even gutted out, but, like, you know, if you were to give him any leeway yeah. and give him the keys, then... If he if you were to give him the keys and he wasn't like able to do what he's doing right now or able to progress and I'd be like okay like I'm kind of off on this dude but like growth is not straight shoot it's not linear in the NBA so I can't really yeah well, so what's like he, what's he great at right now he his defense is better in theory than it is in practice right now we've seen flashes of it his defense is better last year I don't think he's been great this year on that end his passing is actually pretty good and underrated I think he doesn't have a ton of opportunity because Fred and Siakam are the main ball handlers but yeah you can say his passing is really good. He's yeah. not a particularly good scorer at any level. Like maybe eventually no, not, he'll be a good rim yeah, scorer with his great. length, but he's not really good at any of that. So 
I don't know how he's better than say, I don't know. You, you guys have him above Aiton. I think both you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, Aiton's way better right now. I can't even imagine doing that. Yeah, I think that's just projection on my part. Yeah, I think so too. I'm, like, I think I'd rather I, have Scotty Barnes on my team than Aiden. I'm not, but I'm now not that I'm thinking about that. like Aiden's better right now. Aiden's way better right now. I feel like Aiden's yeah. underrated by your guys' list. Uh, well, then again, I don't have much higher. I, I have him at 16. But. Yeah. <laughs> <Talking> <laughs> like, I, it's like, putting Scotty with Franz Wagner is crazy to me. I think Franz Wagner is better like everything right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's just only me giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if people will, people will realize on this list, all the people that I've like, I felt like I was wrong about, I gave them the benefit of the doubt. Every yeah, single you don't want to have biases? Okay. Yeah, exactly. I faced my demons in the mirror today. <laughs> okay. Sure. You could also you could also say that you could use the same logic I used for, for Sengun for Scotty Barnes with you've seen the flashes when he's on a team that has like a players around him that fit when people are out for injuries and stuff. And right now he's not the best fit there most of the time. So that's what's holding him back. If you want to mm-hmm. do that, then I get it. That's to be consistent. I understand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let me let me, let me see your, your list, Isaac, again. I need to revisit that. Yeah, so I got 19 Franz, 18 Simons, then Hero at 17. Do we all have Hero on the same place? Where did uh, you have Hero? I, yeah, Bro? we got Hero in the same range. I got him, at, you have him? I got him at 20. Okay, you have a little bit lower than us. I, I've, yeah. I have him at 19. Yeah. Okay, so I'm a little bit higher on him than you. Uh, he's a player that I feel like I had to stop myself from hating on too much because like, he's yes. easy to hate on. For... <laughs> it's so easy to hate on him. <laughs> yeah. So I had to like take a step back. I'm like, okay, so we like to make fun of him because he was anointed so early and as like this like next star because Miami's a big fan base, and yeah. he wasn't that. But he's a really good scorer. He's a the thing for me that made him higher is he's really good without the ball in his hands. Like he can play yeah. next to a Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like Bam Adebayo, <laughs> he can be a guy that doesn't have to have the ball. His versatility is on and off ball player is almost like Devin Booker like, very Devin Booker light I should say. Yeah, because obviously he's not as good at anything. But that versatility <laughs> means a lot to me. <laughs> that was no. a crazy story. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I I feel the same way about, about Tyler Hero. Um I think like he's he's, he's cool. Like I, I there's really there's really like Dude. not there, there's really not a lot to say about Tyler Hero in, in that like he's not he's not one of the worst young, young players, but at the same time, like you are not going to elevate him into a space where you feel comfortable building a team around him. He's probably never going to be the, you know what I'm saying? Like he's probably never going to be the first or second best player on a championship team, but he's going to be a very, very solid role player. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's cool. That's, yeah. that's literally I, all I can say about him. I feel like when it comes to Tyler Hero on my, on most of our lists, it sounds like we were like grimacing, putting him on there. Like I was like, ah, I really want to put him this high. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I almost disrespected him and put him that like towards the end of this list, but I didn't. I put him at twenty. So like Tyler Hero, like I agree with everything that you said, Donovan. And when I think of him, like if I think of him as like a great fine as a great complimentary piece to any franchise type player that you want to have r- around him, you know, yeah, like, he's just a great right. piece. He's a bl- building block. Just he's just something nice to have, you know. He's not yeah, going to yeah. change life. Well, he possibly could change life for your franchise player depending on their play style. But mm-hmm. like, if you give like a Luka Doncic to Tyler Hero, that would be a great fit. Like, I think yeah. he's a very positively impactful offensive player. Defense is obviously not great; never will be. He's small, slight frame, but I think he has legit offensive impact. It's only going to get better as he gets older. Definitely, definitely. Let's talk about DeAndre Ayton because he's. Mm-hmm. We've all said him at this point. 
I have him at 16. Mo has him at 18. 18. Donovan had him at 22, I think. 20. 20, okay. So, you don't like DeAndre Ayton at all. Tell me, no, tell I'm, me why. <laughs> no, why. I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan. I think DeAndre Ayton... <laughs> I think DeAndre Ayton just hasn't been able to find his rhythm at all in in the I think NBA. He has I, this year. I don't. I I I disagree. Um, all, offensively, I think at, at least when the Suns are are full strength, and this is and this is another thing that I was saying. Like if he had went to Indiana, if he had went to another team, that we probably could have seen the full talents of his game. But I feel like he is kind of one dimensional offensively. I don't. I don't feel like I. One dimensional, really. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like when when I watch DeAndre Ayton play, I don't feel like he is like great in a lot of in a lot of things offensively. I think like I like I, I hear about the the touch on on the jump shot and like I watch it and like it's it's cool, but I don't. <laughs> Listen, that's that's gonna be the word that, that you are going to hear cool. a lot today. Yeah. I'm. It's just like it just doesn't move me. But like when I watch, mm-hmm. when like I think yeah. I think I think the strength. I, I think his strength is is defense and being able to to um to to defend yeah. in the paint. But I don't think that there's anything offensively that like jumps off the. But think the page. about. I feel like he's so, a victim. So, so so I think I think one dimensional was was the wrong word to to use. Uh, it's more just. This is gonna sound harsh, but it's more unimpressive. Isaac, you know I think, we're on the same you know wavelength right now. I think you're holding him to expectations of number one pick and not actually exactly. judging him as a player. Exactly. You have you have Scotty Barnes above him. What is Scotty Barnes do impact wise is better than DeAndre Ayton? You said DeAndre Ayton's a solid defender, <laughs> where his strengths lie. Sure, he's a 17 points per game efficient scorer. Whether you're impressed by it visually or not, he's exactly. a good pick and roll man playing off ball. He can self create a little bit in the post, the secondary ball handler. Yeah. When players have been out, he stepped up and had a higher scoring volume when he's needed. Yeah. Compare that to the people above him. And I feel like if you if you didn't know where he was drafted, if he was a second round pick, you'd be like, "This guy's number twelve. Like he's he's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's it's just, he's great." <laughs> it's just like like Aiden is just stuck in this weird predicament to where it's like he's good, but he's not good enough to like, yeah because because of the people who was drafted who was drafted after him. It's like for the rest of his career, people are just gonna look at him as a slight disappointment, you know. Yeah. No matter what he does, <laughs> not Luka. Like he could make he could be a three time All Star, four time All Star in his career. Someone's gonna say he should have been a six time All Star and he was he was a disappointment. It's just what it is, and yeah. there's nothing really wrong with that. But I just feel like at times we're gonna like I think what we're doing right now, and now that I'm looking at my list, I'm like maybe I should have put him a little bit higher. Is that we're underappreciating DeAndre Ayton, and we need to get to a point so we're like we need to accept the type of player that he is, and the type of player that he is is better than like seventy percent of put centers in the NBA, eighty percent, yeah, five. You know, what? I'm you gonna know? flip it. I'm gonna put him to fifteen and put Maxi to sixteen. Yeah. I, it's, I was doing it myself too. I kind of like now I'm now I'm t- uh, saying it out loud and talking through it. He's better than Tyrese Maxi right now. Yeah, I would definitely rather have a player like DeAndre Ayton because his center archetype is extremely rare. I can I can find a lot of players who are similar-ish in the in the mold of Tyrese Maxey. May not be as good, but as for DeAndre Ayton, that's rare as hell. You can't find a center who's that light on his feet, who's more than competent defensively, and is not limited outside of the three point outside of the three point line on the offensive side of the ball. You know, yeah, I mean, she's thirty so. percent from three too. So like he. He's not like a good shooter yet, but you see it. He takes some. He provides a little bit of spacing. Like teams have to respect him a little bit. Yeah, so exactly. I, I think he's very good. I think he has a legitimate two way impact that isn't yeah. like great two way impact, but it's like above average good on both ends. 
Yeah, facts. Which, and I think my thing is, I think even if he was to go to a team like Indiana, I don't know if he would get the looks that he just doesn't seem like as dominant of a personality. You know, like I don't really see him like. You know, I don't know if he has that it's dog in him. Like, is, is what I guess I'm trying to say. I'm not calling him a bitch, but I just don't know if he has that so, dog dude, in him. Dude, nobody know? say that. Yeah, <laughs> nobody said that. Yeah, I'm cool off of Aiden. He's a humongous man. I don't want nothing. <laughs> I don't want no problems <laughs> with Aiden. All right, Most zero scared. smoke. Yeah, I'm a bitch. I swear to God, I'm scared. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bitch. No, 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 no. Away. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. We're going to take a quick break from the pod to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online. And it's super simple to get in on the action. You can play online or you can play in the app. And all you have to do is hit higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player stats for the night. And if you hit all of your entries in one night, you can win up to 20 times your money in just one night of basketball. And the best part is that if you sign up today using promo code TD3, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's basically free money to win even more money. So again, sign up today using promo code TD3 and get to playing with Underdog today. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's do 14 through 11. Then we'll do top 10 all at once. Here's my 14 through 11. At 14, I have Jared Allen, who I think is just a hair better than DeAndre Ayton. At 13, I have Desmond Bain. 12, Evan Mobley. And 11, Mikhail Bridges. Can you repeat that one more time for me, please? 14, Jared Allen. Yeah. 13, Desmond Bain. 12, Evan Mobley. And 11, Mikhail Bridges. Wow, okay. Mikhail Bridges. some of those? Wait, how old is Mikhail Bridges? Like 23? No, he's not 23. No way. He's not. 2018? No, he was no a two-year player. That's what I'm saying. He spent time in college. Yeah, he's, 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 he's been in college for a minute. He's not 25. He's 26. Yeah. What? Ah. Okay, so shit, I got to change my whole list. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Okay, That's so funny. I'm going to update the screen right now. Everybody's sliding up one spot, and Jaden McDaniels is 25. Bridges is gone. So listen, now I have... <laughs> That's okay. that's 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 perfect. I'm listen. I'm glad you made a mistake because I'm looking at my list and I wrote the same name twice. <laughs> so we're cutting we're cutting out one person. Everybody's sliding up. Josh Giddy, I... welcome to the list. <laughs> welcome to the list, Josh Giddy. You've officially made it. Uh, <laughs> okay, right. so the repeat. Now I have at 14, I have DeAndre Ayton. At 13, Jared Allen. 12, Desmond Bain. 11, Evan Mobley. I'm crying. Okay. Now. He's 26. Forth. What the hell? We're going 14 through 11. Yep. Okay. That's crazy. Okay, so considering, like so considering that Giddy has now made the list, I'm only going to send you guys 13 through 11, and then we'll be we'll be back on track for me. All right. Okay. It's been All right, mess. so confession hour. <laughs> while you're while you're typing out your list, I have <laughs> to admit my sin. You messed up too? Okay. I messed up, and you won't believe who I <laughs> forgot on this list. He, for, forget? He, he forgot. Luka. I didn't put Trey Young on this bitch. <laughs> I didn't put Trey Young. He's so forgettable. That's I so This is the most fucking was, just messed up list ever. Bro, and I did had, this shit. I played. I did this way earlier in the day. So I'm like, bro, I don't even wow. know how. Okay. And I was doing my research, bro, looking at stats. Okay, listen. Next, next that. list. We're gonna have to send it in pre-show. Fact check it. Make sure that everybody's there. And make any like any final adjustments in terms of like oh I forgot this player I forgot that player, this is crazy. Three nah, mistakes from all three of us. The, the dysfunction is what I thrive in. Look at us. <laughs> wow. Someone take away our mics. Okay, so who's send your send your next four. 
Okay. okay. This is this is my 13 through 11. So I have Maxi at 13, Desmond Bain at 12, Evan Mobley at 11. Okay. Okay. So basically the same thing, but I had Jared Allen there instead of Maxi. Our lists yeah. are actually uh, pretty similar. There's only like two real, oh, well, three. Nah, our list ain't similar at all. All right. So, <laughs> damn, never mind. All right. So at 14, I have Paolo Bencaro. At 13, I have Desmond Bain. That's high. 12, I have Anthony Simons. And then 11, I, I kind of cheated. I put Cade Lamello. They're both hurt. They're out for the rest of the season. Why are y'all looking at me like that? That's what high. Going that's on? high. That's how that's high. You have Pella Bancaro top 15? Hell yeah, dude. Did you stop watching him after the 10th game of the year? Maybe. <laughs> Bro, he shoots like 45% from the field and 28% from three. He hasn't made a shot yeah. in six months. Yeah, have, over the last wait, like 10-15 games, you he's have been like Simons 40%. at 12? Yeah, he's yeah, he has. He's putting up crazy numbers this year, for sure. No, he's not. He's putting up good numbers. I wouldn't say crazy. Dude, he's an elite. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA. Of course. Yes, he is. What are you talking Did about? Did you say Cade at 11? Did I hear that right? I put Cade in the mellow at 11, all right? I, I said I kind of cheated. God oh, damn, y'all are cooking me. Cade at finish. 11? Nah, God this damn, is, let me this send my why. list. Well, this is why we need a fact check. <laughs> we need a no, fact, fact check. No, fact check what? Out. What did I mess up on? Like, no, he's a, this is not a please, fact check. It's a take check. That's a horrible please, take. No, it's listen, not. Listen, Mo, Mo, please. You have the floor. Please explain. Please explain. <sighs> explain right. to me how Paolo Bancaro is better at basketball than DeAndre Ayton right now. All right. Look, <laughs> if you're looking for an explanation, motherfucker, you're not getting one, right? <laughs> I am going, I'm a vibes type of guy. You should know this already. Why are you expecting smart basketball X's and O's? I, I go by how I feel at the moment. And at the moment, Paolo is one of my favorite rookies over the last few years. And just seeing how NBA ready he came. Now, obviously, like, you know, he doesn't look so NBA ready because he had a mean-ass brick wall and shit like that. So it's kind of embarrassing right now. But anyways, 13. Hey, give me my credit. I had Desmond being at number 13. We, you Congratulations. There we Congratulations. Go. But right, you had Anthony had Simons above him. It's a crime. Anthony Simons, he's putting up fantastic three-point shooter numbers. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the entire NBA. Top 10. Let me 10. see what Simons is at right now. Yeah. And then I put Cade and Lamelo because I had to respect them, and I feel like you know, like they're both hurt, and I don't want to completely. How can you tie Cade and Lamelo? Lamelo is so much better than Cade right now. Lamelo is so much better than Cade right now. Yes, Cade should not be this high. <laughs> Look, they're injured, light skinned dudes who are tall. I just like <laughs> bunch them in together, man. All right, this is a crime. Oh, Anthony Anf- Simons, Anthony Simons on the year. Is shooting thirty eight percent from three, which is How in the six, which is uh, a per, per per game. Yeah, per game. I don't know. I'm looking at like the total thing, but he has eight attempts eight. per game. That's but crazy. that per, that percentage, according to cleaning the glass, puts him in the sixty six percentile of all combo ball. To be uh, fair, his shot difficulty is very high, and he's probably really high off the dribble percentages. So he is a great shooter, but he's not Clay Thompson. He's not this good that he's fucking number twelve. Like. He's not better than Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain is a better scorer, a better defender. The passing is probably a draw, even though Desmond, even though no, I think Desmond Bain's a better passer. Oh, there like you him. go. Desmond Bain's better at everything. <laughs> he, no, but Desmond Bain looked weird, so that's why I didn't put him high, high enough, bro. He looks like an action figure. I'm sorry. You saw that he looks weird of him now. with the forearms. <laughs> Did you just snort? Did somebody just snort? <laughs> no, I hit my table. <laughs> I punched my table. Weird, this, episode is, this episode is so unhinged. This is 
It's the worst list ever. <laughs> We're gonna flame us. Nah, my list is solid, bro. You got Elvin Carroll at fourteen. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. Something just didn't feel right about Desmond Bain like being higher than Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons spent some VC on some nice tattoos. Like, <laughs> wow, look like putting him ahead. No, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, right. uh, where's Evan Mobley? Did you already say Evan Mobley before, or is he in your top ten? Oh no, I had Ev- Evan Mobley. Then uh, he's a little bit higher. You got Palomar Carroll above Evan Mobley. <laughs> <laughs> Jail. Jail right now. Oh, man. I'm, oh, that's I'm, I'm shocked. I'm stunned. My list is great. Y'all are tripping. Comments going back <laughs> okay. on this. Cade Cunningham tied with LaMelo was insane. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Watch more ball. <laughs> let's, go, let's, let's go to the top ten. I don't let's know. Do Evan, first, shout out Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley has been improved so much over the last 15 games or so offensively. His Facts. shot making has been so great, as well as his defense already being like legitimate top tier. He's eleven. Mm-hmm. I want him to be a little higher, but it's the highest he can go. But mm-hmm. Evan Mobley's him. Same. We all same. had Desmond Bain this tier, right? Yeah, I had Bain yeah. at twelve. Me too. Oh, same. Yeah, I had Bain. I had Bain in um thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I'm at twelve. So you had Maxi at eleven above Bain. Explain Maxi over Bain to me, Donovan. No, I don't. I have Bain. I have Maxi at thirteen. Oh, okay. I'm looking at your list backwards. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I've, so you had Ma- yeah, okay. I've Mo- I've Mobley at eleven, Bain at twelve, Maxi at thirteen. Okay, that's pretty much the same as me. But I have Maxi at fourteen. Or actually, no, I have him at 16, 15, because I flipped him at Aiden. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I I love Tyrese Maxi. I, I know you do. I, you I he's really all star. I really do. I need the Sixers. The best thing for Tyrese Maxi's personal career would be for the Sixers to lose in the second round. They fire Doc Rivers, and we get somebody who can who can nurture Tyrese Maxey's talent and really just give him the key. Because right now, what Doc Rivers is doing with Maxey is, in my opinion, it's unforgivable. He's trying to <laughs> practice. He's trying to he's trying to use him as just some like spark plug that you just just throw in. And yes, he can do that. He deserves more. He he did <laughs> justice for Tyrese. Re- he deserves more of the offense. And from day one, I have not felt like at least day one of this season, I haven't felt like Doc Rivers has been has been putting Tyrese in the best situations to succeed. And I feel like I feel like he needs the ball in his hands a little bit more and not just and not just needs to be like the change of pace guard to yeah. what to whatever James Harden and Joel Embiid are doing over here. And then we're like, Oh yeah, we have we have you know, oh, we have five minutes left in the quarter. Tyrese, go out there and get some run. Like, he needs to be actually integrated into the offense. And I can he, agree with that. Yeah, he's a victim it's, of it's fit, a right? Like, it's a shame. It's, but, it's tough when you have Harden and B. Like, somebody has to draw the short string. Yeah, but Trey James Harden. Tell, but, give Tyrese Maxey the keys. All right, In my relax. mind, though, like, how good give do you Tyrese think Maxey Tyrese Maxey can he's be, him. like, as an individual? In my mind, I think he's in – I don't want to see he's in the perfect I'm position, playing about but, that. like – yeah. Ideally, I'd like him playing next to someone like Joel Embiid, and you could say James Harden as well, because I don't think he's there to have that type of responsibility. If you were to give him the type of responsibility sure. that you want him to have, Donovan, then he would be yeah. a dis- not a disappointment, but he would let you down. Who? Yeah, I can see it. Tyrese Maxey. Maxey. Like, you, you take that back. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> you take, take like, that back. Let you down. Let you yeah, down. Just, no, you act, you act like I'm talking about your boyfriend or something. Tyrese, relax, <laughs> all right? Tyrese Maxi, like, I, when I think of, like, change of pace, I don't – I see it in his game, but there's time – I don't know. I don't know. He's he, – he's, 
he's a very conflicting player to me sometimes because but his role is conflicting because his role is conflicting he's too sure. good he's too good to just be like this this like not spark not irrelevant plug. but like the spark plug change of pace you know third option type of guy he should be a little bit better than that obviously he's not as good as James Harden to where you want to fully give him the keys to the offense but there needs to be a better way to find the in between in there and so that's why it's really weird to watch Maxi play right now because his fit is not 100% and this is something that the Sixers have dealt with for like 6 years now and I don't know if it's like the way that they set up the offense around Joel, because even with Joel and Ben Simmons, there wasn't able you weren't able to get a good like guard to center fit in their in their two man game, and they had good stretches, but when it was just them two, there was still like, uh, is it gonna work? Is it not? And it's it's carrying over to this era with Maxi, and so I don't know what needs to happen like exactly in terms of X, X's and O's, but mm. Maxi needs to be a bigger part of the offense and he needs to it needs to be like a big three rather than Harden and Bede plus Max. Facts. I see what you mean. Okay. Actually, I can't be mad at that. Let's move on to this top 10. We're 45 minutes in. We This 10 through 14 was a blender. Disgusting. Let's, let's right. get this top 10. Let's do Seven. 10 through 6. I'll go first. So I personally did not forget Trey Young. I'll go ahead and say that first. Trey Young is on my list. Unlike somebody. I added him on my list. So Okay. You're going to have to send me these lists at the end so I can put them on screen because these lists are changing every five seconds. No, first, <laughs> let's let's say it again. Let's say our first 10 or our first 15. So my updated list after all the fuck-ups is 25 Jaden McDaniels, 24 Cade Cunningham, 23 Scotty Barnes, 22 Josh Giddy, 21 Jordan Poole, 20 Kevin Herter, Kevon, my bad, 19 Alfred <laughs> Sengun, 18 Franz Wagner, 17 Simons, 16 Tyler Hero, 15 Maxi, 14 Aiton, 13 Jared Allen, 12 Desmond Bain, 11 Evan Mobley. Nice. All right, cool. All right, I'll I'll go. We're gonna add Giddy into here post okay, show 25. But then but then we're gonna start uh 24 up. So Pool at 24, uh 23 Sangoon, 22 is Keldon Johnson, 21 is Anthony Simons, Keldon 20 Johnson. uh 20 is that sounds pa- so nasty, bro. That's the worst take. <laughs> No, you have far worse takes. Stop don't that. try to divert. No, that's a no, bad take. Sorry. You had Paolo Bancaro Keldon and Kate Cunningham. Keldon doesn't be on this list, bro. I'm sorry. He's not. He's Paolo Bancaro, Dander doesn't either. Listen. No, I mean, uh, pa- pa- Paolo deserves it. Anyways, 21, Anthony Simons. 20, 20, Paolo Bancaro. 19, DeAndre Ayton. 18, uh, Tyler Hero. 17, Cade. 16, Jared Allen. 15, Franz Wagner. 14, Scotty Barnes. 13, Tyrese Maxey. 12, Desmond Bain. And 11, Evan Mobley. Okay. Nice. Oh, actually, I have Ben Carroll at 25, not Jaden McDaniels. I forgot. Oh, okay. I thought was you were to be on this This episode list, is okay. ridiculous. I know. Anyways, I got 25, Benedict Mathern, 24, Kevon Herter, 23, Sangoon, 22, MPJ, 21, Jordan Poole, 20, Tyler Hero, 19, Josh Giddy, 18, DeAndre Ayton, 17, Maxi, and then at 16, I got Scotty Barnes, 15, Franz Wagner, just like you, Donovan, uh, 14, I have Paulo Bancaro. Yeah. <laughs> 13, I got Desmond Bain. 12, Anthony Simons. There we go. And then I got 11, I put Cade Lamello. Why are we letting you put two people in one spot? They're hurt. I'm not going to completely Just cut off Cade them. and say Lamello so you save yourself some headache. No, no. You, All right. you can't put two listen, people in listen, one spot. Let him, he's a, he's a let, grown man. Let him do what he wants. If he exactly. wants... This is a top 26... 
It'd be, oh, if, you okay. t- if two people are tied, that means there's no 12, and the next guy should Dude, be 13. They're hurt. All right, let's they've move combined, on. Whatever. They've combined <laughs> to play less than one season, so I'll, yes, I'll allow it. exactly. They're both tall, light-skinned dudes who are hurt. It's a bad ankle, bad All knee you had problems, to do right? was just put LaMelo Ball instead of LaMelo <laughs> slash Cade, and your problems would be solved. Oh, no, yeah. It was a, it was a very easy solution, but I feel you, Mo. <laughs> I'll let you run. You don't take the easy way around here, all right? <laughs> okay. Anyways, so at number 10, I have LaMelo Ball. Okay. He does, there's no hyphenated name next to him. It's just Lamelo Ball. Gotcha. <laughs> at number nine, <laughs> at number nine, I have Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. Nice. Okay. At eight, I have Darius Garland. Okay. At seven, I have Anthony Edwards. Wow. Okay. And at six, I have Trey Young. Wow. You, nice. We were, we were so close. I'm gonna send my list because Isaac, you and I have these exact same, uh, ten through seven. This is crazy. The exact same. Bring something out of left field for Mo. Let's see I have I have Lamelo Lamelo at ten, Jaron Jackson at nine, Darius Garland at eight, Anthony Edwards at seven, and I have Zion at six. Okay, so the only difference is you had Trey above Zion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, what about cool. you? Mo? All right. Cool. So at ten, I had Evan Mobley. At nine, I had Darius Garland. At eight, which I'm kind of iffy on, and I kind of want to flip flop these two. I have Jaron Jackson Jr. and at seven, Anthony Edwards. Um and six I got Trey Young so not that okay. crazy yeah all the same pretty much we all have Lamelo around ten Lamelo is like I think he's the biggest difference right now between current and potential because he could get much higher if he can finally put together a healthy season with a competent team around him like I would expect next year he rises up this list extremely high but nice. right now like ten's about as high as you can put him right yeah yeah facts with the amount of time that he's played and the like, how rocky of a start. That not mm-hmm. only he has had, but like his whole team is disoriented. Kevin Kylie Ube Jr. is averaging he has he's averaging 17 shot attempts per game, bro. That team is fucked beyond carrying the my fantasy team through the playoffs right now. Yeah, this is a lot of wacky stuff going on over there. But regardless of the fact, Lamelo is extremely nice, and his archetype of a player is extremely weird in his offense. It's, I'm projecting a little bit, and I feel like we're all kind of projecting a little bit with how we ranked him. You know I think he's about where he should be right for right now. Trying to do zero projecting, I think he's about right here. Oh, okay, cool. I don't feel interesting like thing here. to me is we all had Jaron Jackson right above him yeah. before the year. I don't think anybody would have said that, but he's kind of <sighs> proved himself this year as yeah. like a legit top tier defender, right? Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. He's 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 going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, probably Until unless Brook Lopez makes a hell of a run or something. But yeah, Jerry Jaron is like, how do you weigh that with? Because I know we talked about a power four tier list a couple weeks ago, and like I had him A tier, y'all had him B. Do y'all still stand on that, or do you kind of like would you elevate him now that you see like top tier defense, pretty fucking good offense too? Like you yeah. know what I mean? With how stark, with how different the Memphis Grizzlies look without him on the court, uh, I definitely want, would put him in the A tier. Let's go. Yeah, I definitely. The heated debate. The they fall off defensively without him. Yeah, one difference is we have. I probably agree. Good. Vindication. One difference I see here is me and Donovan both have Darius Garland right above Jaron Jackson. Mo, you flip them. Are you, yeah. Is that just for the things we're talking about? You just think that defensive impact is higher than anything Garland brings? Yeah. Like, as I was explaining to Melissa, I said, I don't know if I genuinely would have Darius Garland or would rather have Jaron Jackson Jr. over Darius Garland. But. I just like value that defense so much, and I don't want to say that Darius Garner is having a down year, but it's like a slight, he's 
he's not as efficient, I believe, off the top of my head as he was last year. So that kind of ticked it down for me. But he's been an F fantastic, superb player, and that's very flippable and switchable to me, you know? Okay. Yeah. So I'm not the, standing on it. Yeah. They're all one spot next to each other, so it can't be that big of a difference. Yeah. We all had Trey Young above Anthony Edwards, and that was kind of debatable for me. Did y'all struggle with that at all, or was that do you think is Anthony Edwards not there yet for you? He's 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 just not there yet for me. Um, okay. I still I still think that that Trey's passing is still like on another level than Anthony Edwards and defensively like I I like Ant is a better defender, but I I don't think like it's worlds better. Than yeah, definitely Trey, not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Than, than what Trey Young is. As a I mean, defender. everybody's worlds better, but and it's not like Ant's <laughs> a crazy impactful defender. So I see what you mean. Yeah. So I I. Because because of that, I like to value um, Trey's passing ability a, a bit more. And Trey's a listen. He's a he's a he's a good shooter. He's a good creator. So I think I think he's better right now. Okay, mm. I'm a bit surprised you put him above Zion. Is it a health thing? Have you like had it's, to put Zion down a little bit? It's it's purely health. If Zion was healthy, Zion was healthy, he might be two on this list. I like the the way he the way he was playing at the start of the season before he was getting hurt. We had when we did our top thirty list, he was top ten for me. And, yeah, yeah. And, crazy. And so it's just he just hasn't been able to be out on on the floor. But in terms of in terms of how he stacks up against other other young players, he's still I would still rather have Zion today and the potential of him on the floor than a lot of other guys. Yeah, I rated everybody for if they were healthy. I was like, I'm just trying to say who's the best players. So I mean, I held it against Zion a little bit because like he's not one or two, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I gave him the top five nod. Like, cause, I mean, when he's healthy, that's what he is. Eventually, yeah. we'll get to the point where like he's never healthy. He just can't be in this tier. Yeah. But yeah, I I just didn't I didn't try to conflict too much with like trade value or anything. Like that's when the health really comes into factor. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. I'm like just doing best players, I think he's better than Trey right now. But it's obviously it's debatable. Yeah. If we're yeah if we're if we're doing that, I can I can see that. I just he's he's been gone for a majority of the year. He has. It's not it hasn't yeah. been great for a majority of his career. Even like it's Facts. it's looking grim. We're a very yeah. pro Zion podcast, and it's. Pie in the face a little bit. Yeah, but the, the reason why I didn't have him as low as you, Donovan, is because, like, when he is playing, it's it looks like, aside of, like, this earlier this season when he was kind of looking, he wasn't the Zion that we knew. But um, when he is playing, you see it, and he's already there, and he doesn't need as many reps as, like, anyone else with how much time he's missed. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, just asinine to see just how good he is off the rip <laughs> how little preparation that he needs you know fact yeah. like bro imagine if he was healthy and had actual development time for these last three years oh it would God. be ridiculous how good he'd be like it's it's honestly like a tragedy how injured he's been and like how little we've seen of what could be yeah exactly well this is a gamble <coughs> with him this was a gamble with him you know yeah I mean, but uh to touch on well okay that's cool <laughs> But um, to touch on the Trey Young thing, I I definitely see a world in where people would want to put uh, Anthony Edwards over Trey Young. But I feel like over the past, let's say like I want to say like thirty games, Trey has he's been better. He's been a lot better offensively, a lot mm-hmm. more efficient as the season has gone on. He just he just had one of the worst starts to his career. Yeah, it was um, bad. No, not to his career, but he just had a terrible start to the NBA season. And yeah. as time has went on, and has like. Things have shifted with the Atlanta Hawks. He's, he's been more of a nuisance. Yeah, he's been he's 
exactly what you just said, Isaac. And also, he's been more of a nuisance on the defensive end. The defense will never be his thing, okay? You keep saying that. I'm not buying it. You don't have to buy it. The stats will, though, all right? Because if you look at... What stats are positive? Over the last 20 (laughs) games of his career, not to say that steals mean that you're a good defender, but over the last 20 games of his career or this season or whatever whatever way you want to put it, if you look at the list, all right, and see what type of names that's around him, he's averaged about one, almost two steals a game, and around him you see guys like Matisse Thiebel, Herb Jones, OG Anunobi, Kawhi Leonard, Shea Gillis Alexander, all these big-ass He's by far the weakest <laughs> dude over here. You don't have to care, care, but that just goes to show that, like, him and his effort defensively and the, the continuous growth that he's been trying to make has been there. Just a couple nights ago, he, he put up the greatest defensive performance that he's ever done in the enti- in his NBA career a couple nights ago, bro. And That's like Ben like, Simmons' best shooting performance of his career. <laughs> One made you have to <laughs> You have to watch, bro. It's like little things like coming in and being an absolute bastard while a player on the on the offensive end is trying to post it. He comes in and rips away the ball. That's the type of stuff that he needs to do. Just be unknowing. No one's asking okay. you to stay in front of your man on a consistent basis. And when okay. I see things like that from Trey, and once he like gets all the other like all offensive kinks that he has to his game correct, he's easily gonna be like top five, top four, twenty I think next year is his last time, last chance to be a top twenty-four player. So yeah, I would put him higher, but sadly he's okay. not at offensively just yet. Okay. But shout out to top Trey. Of this episode, love the improvement. We said twenty-five. We said we're doing under twenty-five years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Under some reason, I felt like I didn't say it for a second. I was like, hold on, could have nailed that mm-hmm. better. <laughs> okay, I see your point. Let's move on to his top five. Here's my top five. Number five, I have Tyrese Halliburton. Number four, I have Zion Williamson. Three, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Two, John Morant. And one, Luka Doncic. Ooh, two, John Morant. Okay. Luka Y'all don't have John Morant at two? I, I don't. don't have him at two. I don't. Here's, what are we doing? Here's here's my list. So I have Trey Young at five. I have Tyrese Halliburton at four. I have Jai at three. I have Shea at two. And I have Luka at one. Listen. Wow. Just because Shaw wants the gangbang doesn't mean I think he's not it's, an amazing it's player. Not even, <laughs> it's not e- listen. It's not even like that. And as we, listen, as we're as we're saying this, a tweet just came out saying that the Jamari entered a, a counseling program. He's gonna Good for him. Uh, yeah. There's there's no uh, there's no timetable for his return to play, but he's entering the counseling program in Florida. So good for him for going out. You know, doing doing what he needs to do to get back right. Hope everything works out. Aside from all the other stuff that comes around with with Ja, I think that Shea's ability to be an a very very impactful uh, score in the paint in the same way that that Ja is right, mm-hmm. and be able and be able to play a little bit better defense than than Ja. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think I think I think he's better. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think he's better. Ah. Uh, I think the offensive impact of Jaw is still a little higher. More, I think his creation, his passing is a little better. That uh, for sure, sure you could say better. that they're comparable scores. In that, Shea's a better defender, Jaw's a better passer. But you think Shea's passing is closer than Jaw's defense is? Mm-hmm. I get it, but I just I don't know, maybe it's a winning bias thing. Maybe it's like that's the thing when you, I need to like try to look at is that maybe I just say that because Zion's been on, I mean, because Jaw's been on winning teams. So yeah, maybe I'm yeah. holding that against Shea a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe, I don't think that's nothing. It's tough. To, argue over back and forth with Pharrell because like I don't know like Sh- Shay's game Shy's game Shy <laughs> Sh- 
Yeah. Is that how you say it? Shy? No. no, it's Shay, right? It's no, Shay. Yeah, it's Shay. So I thought, yeah. for, first off, Mo, tell us your top five, Mo. Yeah, okay, so cool. My top five at number five, it's tough, but I had to look look at myself in the mirror. Tyrese Halliburton is top five. All right, Let's go. number four is I got Shay. Three, I got John Morant. Two, I still have Zion Williamson. Um, and number one, obviously, like Luca. I don't. Okay. Have to, no one I mean, if they're healthy, if, if you're doing if healthy, it's a fine argument, I guess. Like Zion is that good? But I had to draw a line somewhere with yeah. the health thing. <laughs> Understand. And and that line happens to be exactly at Shea Gilders Alexander and John Morant. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. That's fair. That's fair. But I get it. It's not. It's not terrible. We all have Luca one. Obviously, you don't, don't even got to talk about it. It's fucking Luca. Yeah, exactly. I I'm gonna clickbait. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna clickbait the thumbnail, and I'm gonna put number one and put John Morant just to piss people off. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Oh my god, bro, you're evil. But yeah, I just it's felt like great. I put Zion at number two because I feel like if he was just to hop in right now, back if you if you magically are healthy and hopped in right now, um, into the whatever crazy race is happening right now, the Western Conference that changes and shifts things a lot, and. I feel like he'll he'll have that type of impact to where the Pelicans are not completely written off anymore, and they're a team I agree that you have you. to account for. I, I I agree with you. If he was if he was healthy, he would be two for me as well. Um, yeah. I the the stuff the stuff that we were seeing at the beginning of the year was crazy. Like it's MVP type numbers, MVP type performance. The Pelicans were rolling first in the West. All that like everything that you would want from one of. You know the best young players. West is crazy. Just, just best players in general. Zion was giving everybody a look on all facets, and so yeah, if he's healthy, I think he's better than Shea, and I think he's better than Ja. But he just, he just can't stay healthy. Yeah. So you guys both had Tyrese. Actually, you had Tyrese at four, Donovan above Trey. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about that. Talk about talk about that a little bit. Listen, man, Tyrese is just nice like that. (laughs) Tyrese is Tyrese is just nice like that. He's a he's a better passer. Than than Trey, um, I think he's a he's a better creator. I think he's that's tough though because Trey's a good passer. Like he he so, is. Some people are gonna disagree. You're right. You're 100 percent right. But people are gonna disagree because Trey has big assist numbers. But yeah. you're right. I think I think Tyrese. Um, yeah, I think he, I think Tyrese can set up people into into better looks than than Trey can. I think in terms of carrying an offense, Tyrese is more efficient. Now he doesn't take the shots that Trey takes. I understand. <laughs> I understand that, right? I understand he's not he's not taking all the all the threes. They're not in the not in the same like also dribble way that Trey is. But at his at his frame, he's he's able to score at a very very high level. And yeah, sixty percent true shooting. He's legitimately elite efficiency scorer. Yeah. So I think with with both of those things, and again, basically ninety five percent of the league. Being a better defender than Trey Young, I think, I think there's a lot of you know runway to Tyrese being better. Yeah, yeah. fair. Honestly, I mean, I, I can't. I, I, now that yeah. I see it, we all had him above Trey Young. I don't know why in my head it was only you, but we all had him one spot <laughs> ahead. Guess, yeah, you're waiting to pounce <laughs> on me. You know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I had Trey at six. I, I forgot, and then Tyrese at five. So <laughs> he, was six he was setting yeah. Mo up. Yeah, exactly. We, we all agree. Like, <laughs> For common knowledge. This was the rub in, bro. Yeah, like I agree with. I'll agree with most of the things that that all you guys are saying about uh, Tyrese Halliburton, just the productivity that he's having this season. I think everyone knew he was good, but I don't know if anyone thought that he was this damn good and would be this like level of efficient of a scorer. Not I. Indiana Pacers this season, sixty percent true shooting with a shot form like that. Like, bro, do you do you understand how tough it is? Do you, do you understand how tough it is to hit contested shots 
with the way he shoots at that high of a clip, it's ridiculous, bro. And then also his ability to set people up. And I feel like like uh, my biggest thing when it comes to the passing thing with Trey is that I feel like the ball just sticks to his hand way too much. And with Tyrese Halliburton, is just 100% instinctive. And Trey, this season, specifically this season, has had just like a one-directional type of passing, you know? Yeah. And I would say like throughout – the past years of his career completely different story but this season there's just something off with him there's just something off with him now in terms of scoring the ball i think trey young is still like just he's just a better bucket getter he gets a bucket buckets off way sure. easier gets his line he's a free throw merchant bro obviously and um, those, he has one of the best floater games in the entire nba but like in terms of just like not i feel like at times i can see trey young hinder the offense and when i watch tyrese I never get that feeling whatsoever. The game just comes to him. He lets it flow. Yeah, you're right. Trey Young is a very good assist getter. You could say he's a good passer, but he's not like his numbers are deceiving for his level as a playmaker. This season, damn it. Tyrese is a true playmaker. Like he will create shots for others, keep the ball moving. Like difference between passing and playmaking is this argument right here. One person gets assists. One person creates shots for others. Yeah. Which seems like yeah. It seems like that's like saying a whole lot of nothing. To like when you first think about it, because like oh, getting assists—that's what's the name of the game. That's how you be a good passer. But it's it's kind of hard to explain, right? Like it's kind of like you have to like it's like you you understand because like if you if you're talking about getting assists, if you're getting assists, sometimes those assists are built in because of the scheme and the system, right? Like you know you know because of the play that that a coach draws, an action is going to happen, and if it and if the defense plays the way that you think they are, there's going to be a person open somewhere and so trey's trey's able to go and go through that motion and just take what is there tyrese is able to look at something and no matter what the defense is in he can he can shape shift things if the first read isn't there he's able to find another read and then and then hit the pass yeah and he's he's able to have the ball in his hands and it's more like i'm he's it's more like he's calling the play because he knows what's going to happen and then he can set up a person that way. Yeah. You know? This season, sure. I would say if that first read isn't there for Trey Young, what and like outside of is the first read isn't there for Trey Young, he'll take the ball back and run it back and he'll spam until it's there. That's what it looks yeah. like. A lot of the or best passers the best so, passers know sometimes you make a pass that's like the pass to the assist. If yeah. you run a pick and roll they and they assist. double you and then the, the defender from the corner slides down to the big man, you throw it yeah. to the big man because he can hit the corner. Trey Young yeah. won't do that. He'll only hit the pass if he can hit the corner and get the assist. Exactly. If he thinks it's, it's like, a guaranteed bucket, like a direct path to the guaranteed bucket, he's doing it. But if he, if, if he if it requires more than one other person to touch the ball, he's not doing it. Yeah. This it's, season, it's like, he's not it's doing It's proactive it. versus reactive, right? Like, who reacts exactly. to defenders while well, a truly top tier passer is proactive and moves them in a way. It's selfish exactly. basketball. That's what it is. <laughs> Stat pattern. Oh, yeah, exactly, bro. Trey Young, he has some things to work on this season, but we got yeah. Quinn Snyder and we're playing better basketball. So I hope so. It'll be all right. Hey, man. Yeah. That's our top 25 under 25. It was a rough road to get here, but you'll see it on everybody's screen right now on our names. You'll see our full list after numerous fuck ups. Here's our top 25 list. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. Now, we have something else bigger we're going to do. So it's March, and that means it is March Madness season. And oh, yeah. if you know anything about March Madness, the highlight is everybody, everybody makes brackets of everything. Yes, sir. And we are no different. We are no different, no better than your average YouTuber. We're yeah. going to do an NBA bracket. Let's, let's get into it. Is this part of TikTok time or is this separate? 
this is clip time. This is mid-form time. It's like TikTok time. It's made to be another video, but it's a little different. So we're not going to call it TikTok time, but it's damn near. Okay. So let me start my screen recording on my computer because I have to record this to put in the video. So yeah, I made made a bracket on this website of all 30 teams. Normally a bracket is 32 teams, so the format's a little weird because two teams have to have a first round bye. So that kind of messed it up a little bit. Yeah. So what I did instead of doing random is I um, I ordered it by standings if there was no conferences and we were just doing, you know, the best teams in the league. So right now, everybody can see it on the screen now, I'm screen recording. The Bucks are the one seed and the Celtics are the two seed. So they have first round buys. All right. It's March Madness season. Let's do this full NBA bracket. Do our arms going. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let me scroll up so you can see it all. So first matchup, we have the Jazz versus the Mavericks. Who's winning in a one-game series? The Mavs. You can't bet yeah, against Yeah, rhetor- rhetorical Kyrie. question. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Mavs. Yeah, one game for yeah. sure. I, I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to take Utah so bad, but I'll take I'll take Dallas. Are you going to trust Larry Markman? Listen, it, they, just played a, they just played like last week, and it was a close game. It was yeah. A very, it was a very close game. No, the game Jazz that, are a good team. Yeah. If the Jazz didn't do their trade to get rid of Jared Vanderbilt Malik, and Malik Beasley and Mike Conley, maybe I would have been like, hey, listen, <laughs> listen, there's a reason they have the same amount of wins. It's yeah. one game. But because they did that and it's all on Larry Markkinen's shoulders, we got to go to the Mavericks. Yeah, exactly, bro. Upsets <laughs> will happen in this bracket, all right? So don't be talking crazy in those conversations. So the Mavericks move on. So there we go. Ups. Next up, the Knicks versus the Wizards. You know what I'm it is. I'm going to get the Wizards. I, I got the Wizards. Shut up. Listen, it's the Wizards one game. are pretty good. <laughs> I, I like really the Wizards. Julius Randle? If Jalen Brunson is there... Yes, I'm taking the Knicks. Like, come on, I'm going Knicks. Come on. Wow. Okay. We can do yeah, the, I get it. The Knicks. I get it. The, the the Wizards are more respectable than people give them credit for because they're so mid on paper that people like to make fun of them. But that mid three is a solid team. Like they're mid, not trash for a reason. Bro, they have three twenty point scores. Who the hell let that happen? <laughs> uh, I think the, don't. What is uh, RJ Barrett average? He average like eighteen. So Something the Knicks like damn near do too. That's disgusting, but, bro. Let, let's go with the Knicks. All right, cool. We'll Thank do it. You. The Knicks. We're, we're going to trust Jalen Brunson a little bit. Okay. He's the deciding factor. Isn't it, we're in a crazy world right now that Jalen Brunson is better than Bradley Beal. Wow. I didn't even think wow. about that, bro. How'd that happen? Bradley, Bradley Beal Beal's fall off and he's going to be dedicated to a documentary. Yeah, exactly, bro. If you, if I, anyone... We don't care bro. that much. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, not Bradley a good fuck. <laughs> we do not care. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. you... Man, let me not get into that. All right, whatever. What? Listen, no, I know. I know. Listen, I know what I said. I know what I said. I know what I said about about Washington, but like, yeah. it hasn't gone the way that I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> I'll stand on it, but let's uh, move on. Okay. Yeah, Nets versus Pacers. Yuck oh, this versus is good. Yuck. This is a good game. It is. So Bridges versus Halliburton dueling. But Claxton versus Miles Turner down low. Yeah. Oh, this is like definitely oh. matchup dependent. Yeah. The Nets are gonna Spencer play small ball and good. stretch them out and defend them. But I think Miles Turner is one of the bigs equipped for that. Yeah, so, agreed. I kind of want to go Pacers, but it's kind of close. I think I want to go. <sighs> I'll go. I'll go. I will go with Indiana on this. Hey, I'll go with Pacers. I'll go with Pacers. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. Do you want to bet on this version of Ma- Mikael Bridges? I'd rather bet on this version of Tyrese Halliburton. <sighs> Man, this is tough. 
because the patients have fallen off down the standings because they've dealt with a lot of injuries and just like regression to the mean. But earlier in the year when we saw them clicking before people got hurt, they were legit. And not to say the Nets aren't pretty good too, but they they have a losing record since the trade. I'll say that. Yeah, true. We're going Gosh, Pacers. This is tough. Yeah, Pacers. Let's do it. Awesome. 76ers versus Rockets. Give me the Rockets. Give me Jalen Green. Alperin Sengun <laughs> is going to be the MVP this game. Listen, right. they took they took them to double <laughs> overtime earlier in the year, so right, it's kind of a toss up. Anything's possible. Let's kind be of, serious. Kind of a toss up. Obviously, the 76ers. Sixers. All right. James Harden is going to be. Listen, James Harden is going to be back in Houston. There's going to be a lot of strip clubs, a lot of strip clubs <laughs> for him to to visit again. He might be tired. Who knows? You, that's a good point. We're assuming Houston has home field advantage for some reason, but that's a good point. <laughs> that is true. Would that really be home court advantage? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> for, for the sake of the bracket, the Rockets do have home court advantage. Yeah, that's Either way, the 76ers true. win. Yeah, and beat is Next destroying up, them. Warriors versus Pelicans. I'll take the Warriors. I, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to talk about this. The Pelicans are ass right now. Yeah, nah. Post-Zion Pelicans are horrible. Yeah. Plus, Ingram's been hurt, but if they were both healthy, I'd probably still lean Warriors, but Zion doesn't exist anymore, so you can't even do it if they're both healthy. It's the Warriors. Right. Warriors, right. next. I'm even yelling over this, bro. <laughs> Zion Williamson is the friends he made along the way. <laughs> Cavs versus Spurs. Are we Cavs. trusting, <laughs> are we oh trusting Bronham? I forgot. <laughs> Branham? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just go Cleveland and keep it moving. Yeah, yeah I don't even want to talk Nathan about it. Nathan Bronham or whatever? Yeah. Cavs. Alakai. Okay, uh, Clippers versus Raptors. Cool. Keep in mind, Russell Westbrook is on the Clippers. What, you trying to say that in a good thing or bad thing? (laughs) You're so so wrong for that. I mean, it's a good thing. They have playmaking now. He's been very (laughs) fine. No, I'm kidding. It's Uh, the Clippers. The Raptors are mid. They've been solid since Jacoperto came in, but... I'm, are you are you picking them over Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in a one game series? Yeah, I'm not. Hell no. Give me give me Tyloo Kawhi and Paul George. We got to start day. picking some upsets. We're going no. straight chalk. Listen, it's we the first do. round. It's the first round. Okay, That's when the upsets happen. Okay, this is a good one to think about it. Timberwolves versus Thunder. Give me the Thunder. Oh, this is this is really this is not really an upset. I'll say, I'll give I me, guess give we got to assume okay. we got to assume Carl Anthony Towns isn't there because he hasn't come yeah. back yet. He's been injured for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No cap. Okay, see. We're picking I'm, OKC. Oh, well, I'm yeah, not voted. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't even matter what I pick. It's fucking OKC. There we go. Yeah. Shout out Shea Gildas Alexander. Shout out Shane Giddy. Okay. Oh, messed up. Messed up a bracket a little bit. Okay. The Grizzlies versus the Magic. <laughs> At this point, we're taking the Magic. Yep. This is the upset. This we're is the upset. The magic. We are not picking the Magic. I'm not yep. allowing that. We're, we're picking not, Markel. It's two Fultz. versus one. It's two versus <laughs> Shut one. Shut up. We're not. We're not going to mess this the bracket. I'm picking the Magic. Why? This is, this why is Paolo Bancaro's time. This game will show you why he's on my list. All right? Paolo Bancaro has not made a shot in six months. <laughs> yeah. We're not picking them. Franz Wagner is there. Yeah, Franz I'm Wagner. I'm putting the well Grizzlies. You're unserious. I'm vetoing this as a person are, holding I'm, scoreboard. I'm, I'm very serious right now. What, no, yeah, what are I'm we so doing? Serious. You want to look, look our audience in the eye with integrity and tell them that you are picking the worst team in the conference against the number two seed. They're not the worst team in the conference. Here we go. I'll look at the camera right now. I am picking the Orlando Magic to beat the Memphis Grizzlies in a one-game series. And I second that. I am podcasting with a pair of bozos, and I have no choice but to click Magic. <laughs> All right. I'm. <laughs> it's in. <sighs> there we go. 
Yo, upsets have to happen, bro. This is the upset. This is the, the, if any team's gonna have an upset, it's the Memphis Grizzlies. They don't have Brandon Clark. Stephen Adams is gone. John Morant. We're just we just have to assume that he's gone. There's no real way that you want to select the Memphis Grizzlies comfortably, confidently, bro. This man, okay. putting his, he's putting his faith in Dylan Brooks. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I put my Tyus Jones and Desmond Bain. Fuck Dylan crazy. Brooks. Bench him. Yeah. Nah, man, okay, Suns versus Bulls. Suns. Katie's gonna be back sooner than later. I think we can assume Katie's there. Yeah, Katie, you're yeah, not. We'll take the Suns. The Suns. Okay. We'll take your boy DeAndre Ayton too. We'll take the Suns. Let's go. I think it's more an indictment on the Bulls being terrible than it is anything about DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. <laughs> I just, we just we just had to throw his name in there. Call back. <laughs> Nuggets versus Pistons. I'm not. I don't want you guys to say a single word. I'm gonna click Nuggets. Keep your mouth shut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with that for sure. Hawks versus Hades? Lakers. That's crazy. What? Hawks versus, cool? Hawks versus Lakers. The interesting one. I will take oh. the Los Angeles Lakers. I will also take the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, with the way that they've been playing, but bro, Jerry Vanderbilt is a terror. He's so good. I have a as a Lakers fan, I have personally fallen in love, and I'm personally willing to say I will sacrifice my life at the altar for Jared Vanderbilt. This dude is a munch. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Oh yeah, we're oh picking the Lakers goodness, here. Yeah, AD, Lakers though. Healthy LeBron, assuming he comes back. Come on, we're not picking Trey yeah. Young and Dejounte Murray. Are, Hawks are Hawks are way too dysfunctional right now on the court. But they've been better. But they're not. You sounded so better. sad saying that sentence. That's crazy. Uh, Kings versus Hornets. I'll take the Kings easy. Beam team. Yeah, Kings scoring two hundred. Light the beam. Yeah. <laughs> Heat versus Trailblazers. Oh, this is a good one. This is good. I, I don't think it's good at all. The Trailblazers it suck. It's the Heat. I, Come on. But the yeah, Heat are ass head. too, bro. The Heat are solid. They're like the sixth seed right now. <sighs> bro, are they really Seven. solid? They, the Trailblazers are 13 seed. Walk. The Trailblazers are horrible. They have 31 wins right now. But Listen. they have Damian Lillard. <laughs> they've had him one game. They, they have him now. It's not helping. Listen. But it's one game, though. <laughs> the Heat are four and six in their last 10. Exactly, even ass. Now do the Trailblazers, three and seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a one game difference, but like, yeah. Mm, I'm I'm picking Damian. I'm I'll, picking the I'll best on the court. This it's Miami Heat. Come on, it's the Heat. But we gotta pick some upsets. No, we you don't. We have to pick like they're loaded though, bro. For the other, this is like round one. Loaded. We don't have to do upsets. You do. You're not you a college basketball watcher. They're coming. They're coming. The upsets will be here. I promise. Mm. It's the heat. If you want to say heat, about? I won't be mad. If you say Trailblazers, I'll be mad. We'll go heat. Thank yeah, God. Whatever. We'll go. Have heat. y'all watched a Trailblazers game in the recent months? They're fucking ass. No, they they're are, but good. like, it's one game. Anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. They, listen, there's limits to anything as possible. No, one game is That's one game. That's what they said. Bro. Yeah. And then UMBC beat Virginia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you led astray. You'll be led astray when you see Jeremy Grant giving them boys buckets, bro. Oh, my it's, God. It's one the, Lakers, the Lakers were down 28, 28 points, and nobody had come back from that. And then they yeah. did. Stuff happened. It's one game, bro. Anything can happen. Okay. The Bucks versus the Mavericks. Bucks. Not, not even going to think about it. I don't blame no. you. Yeah. They're wiping their ass, bro. Bucks. I'm letting you, <laughs> I'm letting you know right now. If it's a matchup involving the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah. I didn't even have to think about it. That is fair logic. Knicks versus Pacers. This, this, is, this is where an upset can come in. Um, I'm going to go Knicks, though. I don't think the Pacers have enough firepower. We'll, we'll take the Knicks. With Jalen Brunson. 
Okay. Tyrese is better, but Julius Randle and with Josh Hart now as I actually have a connecting piece yeah. on the wing. Yeah. I, I can't pick the Pacers. Yeah. Mitchell Robinson is healthy. Um, they have R.J. Barrett. The Knicks actually have death now. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You suck, you suck Mo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Now here, here is time for upset. 76ers versus Warriors. Is this Listen. Yeah. yeah. The favorite's got to be the 76ers, but are we picking Joel Embiid and James Harden over Steph Curry in a one-game series? If they were going to have a meltdown, it would be in this game. Where are they? Are they in Golden State? Neutral site. Actually, no. Okay. The Sixers are the higher seed. They're in 76ers. Okay. I'll take them. Oh, uh, yeah. The Warriors' road record is they're like 27. Oh, like good seven, point. They can't win on the road. Like You're right. Okay. It's the 76ers. Yeah. yeah Sixers. The defending champs bow out in the second round. It was a good run. But it would be a, Doc, a classic Doc Rivers thing for them to lose at home. Facts. <laughs> You're totally right. Yeah. Okay. Cavs versus Clippers. This is an interesting one. I'm gonna oh, take the Cavs, is... and I don't think it. I don't think it's like the Cavs are really it's good. It's not hard but, for me. Come on, the, the Clippers have been a little because they haven't been healthy. They've been dysfunctional. They can't really get it together. But in a one-game series, Kawhi and Paul George. Listen, they don't gotta play Russell Westbrook down the stretch if they don't want to. The last time I saw the Clippers with their backs against the, the last two times, <laughs> they they won. Had uh, what happened? I can't remember. Okay, I can't remember the, the second to last time. But the last time that there was like a game seven, one game scenario, Paul George is hitting shots off the side of the backboard. <laughs> so I'm taking the catch. But the next season after that, Paul George beat the Jazz by himself and made it to the conference finals. Thanks. Now, we have discussed this before. Okay, you okay. I don't, don't want to get into Rudy Gobert discourse. I didn't mean oh to trigger that. <laughs> you know my thoughts. <laughs> Good save, Isaac. Okay, save, where, where, where are you going, Mo? Cavs or Clippers? <sighs> Am I the tiebreaker on this one? I haven't said my choice yet. I'm, I'll be the tiebreaker. Oh, uh, man. I think I have to go with Kawhi Leonard. He's been hooping, bro. I think I throw oh, Clippers as well. The Cavs are one-game series. One-game series. I got to go Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi yeah, Leonard's it's back. To, it's hard to ignore because one of my biggest critics about – or one of my biggest critiques about the Cleveland Cavaliers is that they have a hole that I thought – in the three spot, but Isaac Okoro over the as time has gone on, his three points percentage has been jumping out the roof incrementally. So when did we start trusting the Clippers? When did that happen? Listen, it's I don't know. The they're not going to go that much further. But I don't. I just think the matchup wise, the way the the Clippers can go small and stretch out the Cavs with their two big lineups, it's going to be hard to run that. Granted, the two bigs are pretty mobile, but. I don't know if I can see the Cavs out shooting them. I don't know if I see the Cavs defense being a great matchup to stop the Clippers. Yeah, exactly. I don't think the Cavs. It's have just a matchup thing. Either the Cavs yeah, it's, and, and the Cavs' biggest weakness is wing depth, and they're going against the best wing duo in the NBA. Yeah. Like, Who it's cares just a about that? Thing. Who cares about that? <laughs> I forgot. Paul George is a pussy. We gotta just go off. Of <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's not even. It's not even like. It's not even like that. But Donovan Mitchell himself can elevate himself to peak performance at times. And I know. I know Kawhi Why can Leonard? do that. No, I, listen. I know Kawhi can do that as well. But they are loaded everywhere they're loaded everywhere and we just haven't seen the clippers been able to do it at all this season like for a consistent stretch listen yeah. it's one game they don't need consistent, yeah, consistent it's, stretch if it's one game bro give me Kawhi leonard like fuck the consistent i'd pick the Cavs in a series but one game i'm picking the clippers i think that's a great way to cap this off isaac i'm taking the Cavs in both 
Celtics. <laughs> Celtics versus Thunder. We got Celtics. Celtics. Yep. Next. Magic versus Suns. Gotta pick the Suns. We're, we'll take the Suns. Versus, yeah. Next. Yeah, Magic. Nuggets versus Lakers. This is what everybody's talking about in the media. Everyone wants to say Jokic is a fraud. The Lakers have beat them in the first round. The real They're, playoffs. Yo, everyone is waiting to get their defensive highlights, highlight clips of Jokic. Facts. People are salivating. Yeah, they're waiting for him to crumble so, and tumble. Which way are we going? Are we, are we picking the upset Lakers? If LeBron is healthy, it's so one hard game? seeing. Yeah, one game, LeBron. It's the same Anthony logic. Davis, it's the same logic. Vando. Mm, I think I got to go with We're taking the, the Lakers, Lakers, man. I think I'm taking the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, let it be known I'm taking the Nuggets. I'm scared to pick the upset. I'll go safe, but I'm outvoted. We're taking the Lakers. It's so hard to bend against a healthy LeBron James, D'Angelo Russell playing the way. A healthy Jokic, though? I guess last yeah. time we saw Jokic have help, he made the conference finals, but he lost to the Lakers. So Exactly. exactly. Aiden, no, I'm going to go Lakers. There's only one kryptonite for Jokic in the league right now, and it's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis mm-hmm. has been the only one that's actually been able to slow him down in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And you have Anthony Davis who can focus a little bit more on the defensive end and not have to carry as much offensively because he has shooters and uh, D'Lo and Michael Beasley, and he has a defensive. Yeah, you tell me Jokic has to deal with him and Vando? What? Nah, yeah, M- nah. Michael Beasley, too. <laughs> He's walking through those doors. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay. Nah. Next one Kings versus Heat. We're going Kings? I'll take, Kings. I'll take the Kings. Yeah. Yeah, Beam give me Kings. Light the beam. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Heat, they're too old for them, bro. All right, yeah. we're, we're at the Elite we're Eight. Doing. Are we going yeah, Bucks or Knicks? Bucks. We're going with the Bucks. Wasn't Easy. even a thought. Okay, seventy sixers or Clippers? Oh Bro. man, this two is tough. How do we trust the seventy sixers? Yeah. Two chokers. Wow. Who do you trust the least? Oh, it has to be. Embiid, I don't know. This is who do you trust more, Embiid or Kawhi? Like Kawhi is more trustworthy in the playoffs, but Embiid, when healthy, is Embiid. Yeah, but like, he, but Embiid they have Doc given... Rivers and James Harden. Yeah, yeah, and Embiid has given me reason to not trust him because something's oh, always wrong are with we gonna, this man. Are we going to let the Clippers make a Final Four run? I just said the Clippers had to be out. Oh, my yeah, goodness. I'm frustrated. I don't trust Embiid, bro. He, hasn't, he has a stomach issue or, like, he's and like <laughs> notably, okay. like, he, he starts to deteriorate. Put the Clippers in. The third Put the Clippers in the Final continues. Four. Clippers it is. Damn, that's fucking yeah, weird. Clippers. It's weird, bro. Cinderella run for All right. Embiid Celtics versus Ruben. Suns. Is this where the Celtics run ins? I mean, the, where the Suns run ins? Yeah. Yeah. Celtics the, it is. Give me the Celtics. Celtics were a lot for Final Four, no matter who they played, pretty much. For sure. Elite team. Here's the real test of your faith in the Lakers. Lakers or Kings? Lakers. Light the beam! Give me the Lakers. Give me the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, Lakers. You can't light Listen, the beam if you don't play a look at The Kings are a great team. When it comes down to it, they're not going to have the interior defense to stop the most unstoppable finishing duo in the league. They won't need it. Yeah. They won't need nah, it. They yeah, are going to, they're going to run up the floor every single play. The 176-175 game, they are going to try and recreate that every single time. Bro. And I promise you, LeBron's old knees will not be able to keep up. Give me Jared Vanderbilt one game is going to run down the court and snatch block DeMontis Sabonis every time he, he runs. He's not going to do nothing. <laughs> He's not going to do we're, anything. We're picking the Lakers. Yeah, let, let it be bro. known. Let bro, it be known. We I'm had the, the Lakers team. and Clippers in our Final Four. This is madness. That's this is March so Madness crazy. for real. This is kind of nasty. I ain't going to lie this to you. This is big city this bias. Which y'all fuck this, hey, this, this it's, it's, it's matchup based. That's the beauty of March Madness. We would it's never pick them for the conference finals in real life, but this is different. But Bucks or Clippers? 
Come on. Bucks. This is where Bucks. the Clippers run ends. It's the Bucks. Yeah. Kawhi, I've given you a lot of grace up to this point. You're not getting shit against Giannis. Yeah, you can't survive against the Giannis, bro. Sorry. Now, the other Cinderella run, Celtics or Lakers? Celtics. <sighs> Did we have to think about it at all? Are y'all going to put these Lakers in the championship? <laughs> nah, give me the Celtics. Come on. I would, I, personally, I would pick. Cut Mo's mic off. Yeah. Keep it moving. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, what are yeah, we doing? yeah. All right. Whatever. It's the Celtics. Gosh. So, guys in the most chalk fashion bro. possible, the finals is the two one seeds. Are we going the Bucks or the Celtics? We're going with the Bucks. This is yeah. hard. We can't just decide that easy. I, listen, uh, they took them to seven games without um, without Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton last yeah. year, and and that was the best version of Boston. They've True. regressed. They've regressed a little bit. Milwaukee has gotten Chris Middleton back. Whenever all of them are are healthy, they're rolling. This is this is the year. Milwaukee's the one seed right now, and they've gotten like a week and a half of good Chris Middleton play con- on combined on the season. Fact. If He's getting his legs under him, and he's back to prime self. You said the Celtics regress. It's that defense has regressed a little bit. Those lineups with Horford and Robert Williams aren't as dominant, which you're going to need those big lineups against Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yep. And if Robert Williams isn't having the same defensive impact, I don't know how you could pick the Celtics. That's right. Talk to yeah. him. Yeah. I don't think Malcolm Brogdon is walking through those doors and stopping them. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's going to be tough. It's, I think it's definitely going to be like a seven-game series for sure. Well, this is a one-game series. This is a March oh, Madness game. <laughs> damn, you're right. I forgot this is a one-game series. Yeah, one game, I definitely trust Giannis way more than Jason Tatum. I I definitely do that, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, the Milwaukee Bucks are your NBA March Madness champions. Woo! Light the beam! Oh, wrong Shout city. out to the Bucks, man. <laughs> Shout out to Giannis. Fear the deer! <laughs> NBA great career, man. <laughs> There it is. That's that's fun. It's going to be a good video. We're going to turn that into its own video outside the podcast. Yep. Lit. All right, what's next? Mo Magic on that thing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, an hour and a half into the show, it is TikTok time. Damn. Woohoo. We're only going to do a couple of these because this this is a long-ass episode. We're only going to do a couple TikToks (laughs) because we have some extras because, like I said, I'm going on vacation, so I prep some beforehand. But we got a few. As always, we're going to do what we always do. We're going to start with the draft. You know what we're going to do this time? We're going to do a draft with... It's not a Celtics all-time draft, but it's a draft of only players who have played for the Celtics. Did you, did you guys have time to prep for this? Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> this is why you lose the drafts. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. <laughs> no, it's not. You lose for other reasons? <laughs> yeah. Let's run it. Okay, hold on. Let me pull my camera back up because I had a screen record. So let me... There we go. So let me put this over here. Okay, yeah. So the, so I, I said it for a second. The rules are any player that played for the Celtics is on the table. Okay. Let's okay. draft NBA lineups with only players who played for the Celtics at some point in their career. And I had first pick last time. So it's me third. Who went second? I think it was Donovan second. I had second last no, time. No, I had third. No, yeah. It's, it's you. You could you, you pick John Morant in second. Uh, Mo. So you're first. I'm first. Okay. Cool. Yep. You, then Donovan, then me. Okay, cool. Only so players first, for the Celtics. All right, so with the first overall pick, it's kind of obvious. Give me Larry Bird. Okay. All right. I don't think it's cool. super obvious, but there's, there's another option. Who's the all other right. option? Uh, I will take Kevin Garnett. Oh, my first okay. overall pick. Okay. Interesting. Huh. 
So I, there's like three really good players I could pick here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Larry Bird's gone, so I need to... Okay, first off, give me Shaq for my first pick. Okay. Okay. Prime Shaq, easy. Nice. Yeah. I wanted to pick... My next pick, I wanted to pick Bill Russell, but the fit with two non-shooting bigs, I'm not going to do that. So give me Jason Tatum. Okay. It's a bit high. Jack it's him or Paul Pierce, but give it to me. Okay. All right. Jack and Tatum, who you got? Donovan. That's cool. Um, give me... Who do I want? Who do I want more? I think at his peak, actually no. Give me, I'll take Paul Pierce. Yeah, he's, he's, you got you got to pick him for what yeah. you have already. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So give me. So I have Larry Bird right now. Give me Kyrie Irving and also Bill Bill Russell. You have the two best Celtics of all time. That's tough. Yeah. Yep. I'm coming for blood. Yeah. I read. I've been reading all them comments. All right. I did my studying. We're just we're just building the the 2008 Celtics over here. Give me Ray Allen. Damn. Nice. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> okay. So I have back to back picks. This is tough. I have a three and a five. Which way do I want to go with this? Uh, I'm just gonna pick. I'm gonna build the current Celtics plus Shaq. Give me Jalen Brown. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that's funny and then I'm gonna slide Jason Tatum to my four give me John Havlicek for my three that's that's all mm-hmm. alright so I need I need a point guard and I need a five or I can slide we might just go really wing um I I think we're gonna go wing dominant here give me Give me Dominique Wilkins. Wait, who? I'll take, I, I'll take, I forgot he played for the Celtics. I, I'll take Dominique Wilkins. Okay. Oh, and I will end up, yeah, and I'll end up play, putting him at the four. Pierce at the three. It's Ray Allen. Pretty small, two. but okay. This is yeah. nice, Don. I like that, Donovan. I like. This. So, repeat. What's your team so far right now? So I have. I need a point guard, but I have Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Dominique Wilkins, and then KG. Yes, yeah, very, Allen, very, very small, very small, but we got some bucket getters. Bro, I have I John Havlicek, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Shaq. Shaq okay. Shaq's carrying. <laughs> Shaq right, with hella nice. wings. <laughs> yeah, that's hella nice. All right, so right now I have um, Kyrie Irving, Larry Bird, Bill Russell. This is a nice team that I have. This is really sexy. All right, so I got to go. Now this is where it gets kind of tough and kind of ugly. Yeah. But you know what I didn't know? Pistol Pete, he he played for the Celtics? He did. I literally had zero idea. I'm literally just now learning this shit. And that man had a career average of 44 points. What position was he? A two? He was like a combo guard. Yeah. Okay, combo guard. So give me give me Pistol Pete next to Kyrie Irving. And then I got one pick, correct? That's the most handles possible and the least amount of defense possible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I got Kyrie. Whoa, man. You're absolutely right about that. Damn. So I got Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Kyrie, Pistol Pete. My offense is pretty much unstoppable, but my defense is like, <laughs> it won't stop shit either. All right, so I need a good defender. 
Um, you know what? This is the this is the. Give me Kevin McHale. Give me Kevin McHale. Am I? Am I good pick? Yeah, okay. give, me, give me Kevin McHale. I was about to follow those drafts. To be every forty year old Celtics fan is going to pick your team in an instant. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But you got to outscore me. So good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I. Okay, okay. I need I need a point guard, and I would I would just round out this 08 uh, Celtics thing. I would just take Rondo. However, in two thousand four and two thousand five. Gary Payton played for the Boston Celtics, so I would be taking Gary Payton as my point guard. That's a, okay. That's a good pick. Wow. And Honestly. I need a point guard as well, so I'm glad you didn't take Ron. Didn't take Rondo. I'm gonna say it again. I need a point guard as well. I'm very glad you didn't take Rondo, so I'm taking him now. Okay, nice. This is character development for Donovan, man. This is this is nice. This is nice. <laughs> this is tough. I wonder who won this draft. This is this is tight. So you have the two greatest Celtics of all time, so you're gonna get a lot of comments. Yeah, because like sure. on paper names. I have Rondo, Jalen Brown, Havlicek, Tatum, Shaq. I think my team fits extremely well. That's a good ass team. Yeah, yeah. So and then, and then I have Gary Payton, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Dominique Wilkins, and Kevin Garnett. It's a sick team. Your team's nasty. I got Kyrie, Pistol Pete, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Bill Russell. I think you have the worst team in actual fit, but you have the <laughs> best collection of names. But I think your team would lose. Do I have the worst team in terms of actual fit? Yeah, you have an undersized backcourt with no defense and a big front court with no shooting. I think your team would get clapped. Isn't, I don't know. <laughs> clapped. Wow. I don't know. I got Bill Russell. As long as I got Bill Russell, I can't say my defense is terrible. I have Shaquille O'Neal. Who cares? <laughs> He's RIP, but Bill Russell's been put in the basket. Okay, uh, cut that part uh, when I say uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Shaq, come on. Y'all are going to act. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is tough. This is close. Okay. So, next up, we're going to add it real fast. We have disrespectful dunks, and I'm going to do a quick 20 questions game. Let's do 20 questions okay. real quick. Let's do it. Who I got it. To... I got it because okay. the reason we're doing this. Um, Y'all got 20 questions to guess the NBA player I'm thinking about. All right. Uh, is this player a backcourt player? No. Does this player have any facial hair? He does not. Ooh. Okay. No facial hair is a big tell. Has this player ever made the East? Uh, has this, has this player ever made the conference finals? He has. Has this player ever made the finals? He has. Nice. Okay. Okay. Has this player ever made no an all NBA team? Uh, no, he has not. Oh, is that this means player? He, is this player a starter? Nice. Is he a starter? Yeah. Hmm. Has this player made the NBA Finals between the years 2015 up until now? Yes, he has. Hmm. Was he a starter on those final teams? Uh, let's see. That's in the air, Donovan. That's a big tell. No. Is this Richard Jefferson? This is Richard Jefferson. <laughs> Easy, yo. I, I don't think there's not Let's many go. NBA players. This is the ball man himself. Let's go. I love the walking thumb, man. He's so great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Top tier. <laughs> Top tier. I want to see how fast you guys can guess him. 
Yeah. I saw him my for you page. I was like, let me do 20 questions with him and see what far <laughs> yeah. you guys think about it. I hope it. he reacts to it. That's that's the real goal to it. That's the real purpose. <laughs> okay. So last thing we're going to do is we're going to react to disrespect. We're going to talk about disrespectful dunks again and rate them based on how disrespectful they are. And do that. They're going to get out of here. It's a long ass episode. Yeah. For sure. Right. This Y'all is almost a two hour episode. Yeah. We're Damn. Getting content. Okay. <laughs> Y'all rate these NBA dunks based on how disrespectful they are. First up, Dwayne Wade on Kendrick Perkins. Oh, I got to watch this again. Let me pull this yeah, up. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again. I ain't going to lie to you. I just remembered the spin move in the Cabbage Patch, and that's it. That's but, all you got to know. The spin move is so disgusting. That makes this a 10. Yeah. Listen, this... You combine the spin move with the fact that it's on Kendrick Perkins, sports media's number one enemy. Instant- oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that's a that's a ten. That's a ten. That's a ten. Yeah, that, he gets he gets the dunk, the and one dunk. He, he dances on him in his in his face. You can't dance on somebody on national television. That's that's <laughs> disrespectful. That's a ten. And way that embarrasses Kendrick Perkins is a ten to me. And Wade's knees were hurt. He did this injured. Like he was. What makes this even worse is that all of Kendrick's Perkins teammates. Ca- KD, Harden, Russell, they were all trying to be emotionless as hell, bro. They knew what just went down. This is a this is a top 10 highlight in this man's career. Kendrick, you're done for. <laughs> RIP. Yeah. J.R. Smith on... What's the guy's... Neil, what's his first name? Gary. Gary uh, Neal. J.R. Smith on Gary Neal. I, I love this one. I think this one is a... I don't think it's disrespectful, but it's like yeah. a nine. It's like a nine, though. Kevin Harlan's call saying we've just seen a man fly. Yeah. Listen, that's, you know what? that's crazy. And the thing is, that's such an accurate call. Just the pure show of athleticism and verticality and horizontality. It's not a word. <laughs> that J.R. Smith showed. It's just amazing. Like, I don't even care that's not disrespectful like that. It's breathtaking. It's got to be high. Uh, my thing is that, yeah, you look at the, I look at the, y'all look at, Fuck, I'm stuttering, bro. <laughs> Y'all look at the dunk when initially happens. I look at what happens after the dunk, and Gary Neal was on the fucking floor for way too long. <laughs> no teammates. It took forever for his teammates to come up to him, bro. That has to be a 10. He literally looked like he possibly had a heart attack or something, bro. Like, he did, <laughs> that was a lone like he survivor. didn't happen what happened. He threw him to the wolves. <laughs> like, his teammates came way too late. If I was Gary Neal's teammate, bro, or if I was Gary Neal, I would be so irritated at Tim Duncan, bro. Do something. Help me. Push him. <laughs> Shit. Tim, Tim Duncan is not watching. the one. Tim Duncan is not the guy to to Bro, come in and defend your honor. I can't imagine like anybody that. caring about something less than Tim Duncan caring about a highlight dunk. That shit was, just a, <laughs> that, was that shit went to him was two points. It might as well have been a hook shot. Yeah, exactly. bro. His, his immediate reaction must have been like, "Well, damn." On to the next play. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Gary. Get back on defense. Get your ass up, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come back. Couldn't be me, bro. Couldn't be me. Joel Embiid on Aaron Baines. Let's pull this up again. I hate that I can't show these to the people because it'll get copyright yeah. clapped. But yeah. No, but this is this is disgusting though. This is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not it's nasty. It's nasty. Embiid Oh my god. Embiid puts his whole like side of his body into Aaron Baines. If you make somebody fall on a dunk, plus two at minimum. Minimum, yeah. like you go up a whole a whole level score, and it's in the playoffs. You dunked on me on national TV on international national TV, <laughs> bro. Do, 
Joel Embiid has to weigh at least 320 pounds. Count it with the gravity of him flying through the air. He's throwing 500 pounds of force into Aaron Baines' chest. Can you imagine that? That means at least an eight off of pure pain. Plus, Aaron yeah. Baines had a man bun. He had the man bun going like this. Oh, yeah. He deserved <laughs> it. That's a yeah, 10. Man. That's a 10. Yeah, man. That has, that has to be a 10. Embiid fell right after that dunk, too. So, it's like you don't know what happened. Two big bodies <laughs> collided within each bro, other, facts. Facts. The fact that Embiid fell down, you could tell he was in pain too. He yeah. jumped so hard with being that big that he felt the pain of it. That's how you know yeah. it's disrespectful. This could have been the end of the universe, and Embiid really put his body on the line <laughs> for this highlight <laughs> play. This has to be a 10. Joel Embiid almost ended the process by how hard he dunked on him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a broken that's face, crazy. and you're doing that? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. Sean Kemp and Alton Lister. I don't oh, even have God. to watch this one. I don't even have to watch it. This is either the first or second most disrespectful dunk in NBA history. He pointed at the man. Listen, listen. <laughs> Good. Outside, go. listen. Out, outside of teabagging, if I if you dunk on somebody and you point at them in a childish manner, ha ha. He said in his face. That's Bro, a ten. He stopped mid game. That's a ten. He stopped NBA action to point and laugh. That alone, that's a no, 13 out of no. 10. You have to fight. You have to fight. There's there's no other option other than fighting. I have to win something. You cannot do I think lethal action like is required if you're, on the, if you're on the other end of that dunk. Bro, where is this man's teammates? Why is no, Why does he have to get up by himself? You just Someone just pointed at you on a ground. They don't want to be associated with him. They are that embarrassed. <sighs> Bro, that's a would 15. y'all step to Sean Kemp if you were his teammate? Bro, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't step to Sean. I wouldn't. I would not step to Sean. But I would definitely Sean step Kemp to got my man if I saw him embarrassed like that. The hoes are watching. What? <laughs> he got the blicky. Yeah. Tragic. Uh, that's crazy, Dunk. Yeah. Next one. Shaq on Chris Dudley. Let's run this Chris back. Chris Dudley. All right. Yeah. Let Let's me run, run this back. Shaq drop step. Uh, Pushes him oh my away. God. <laughs> One of the most iconic dunks of all time. One, yeah. Once again, and like Chris Dudley, Chris Dudley throws the ball back at Shaq. It's kind of childish, but that's the only thing he has he has left in him. He just got yeah. emasculated in front of everybody. <laughs> we talk about in these LA? Dunks, like, disrespectfulness in terms of like athletic feet. Like it's so disrespectful because you embarrassed him. This is disrespectful in terms of like actually being mean. Like you should not push yeah. a guy like that. It is blatant disrespect. He dis broke. He disrespected him in Los Angeles at the forum. This man got no play after the game. All right? It's over. It's over. Damn. With how he pushed him too, bro, it looked like Shaq pushed him so effortlessly. Like, that was one of the most oh, yeah. graceful pushes I've ever seen. He pushed him the same way I, like, swat a fly when I'm running and I just lands on my eyebrow. I'm just, uh. yeah. That's how he pushed him. Yeah, the only difference is this man flew back and almost injured one of the damn cheerleaders, okay? God, <laughs> that's a 10. I, Listen, I it's one of those dunks. Tens. It's the, it's like Brandon Knight, where you Google this guy's name, and the first thing you see is him getting physically embarrassed by a larger yeah. man. Yeah. Instant ten. <laughs> yeah, bro. I feel if Chris Dudley has, oh, man, I feel sorry for Chris Dudley's kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> just straight poses, just straight poses from. One if this of the happened today, they would have photoshopped a graphic with him with the angel wings behind him and post that. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> And Dwight Howard oh, recorded it and said, Lord, Lord carry, carry him. him. <laughs> he would have said, Lord, carry him now. <laughs> Y'all crazy. You're saying he, he got put on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> on the Airbrush t Stop playing with me before I put you on a song. <laughs> <laughs> All 
That's crazy. Oh my god. Okay, last one. Vince Carter on Alonzo Morning. This was so cold. Let me see this. Listen, I don't care what rating you give this. I just Behind know it has back. to be high because Alonzo Morning is stumbling like a fucking drunk after that. <laughs> <laughs> he got dunked out of reality. He didn't know where he was. Vince Carter is like 50 Yo. pounds lighter than Alonzo Morning and still moved him to the to the side. Pure ease. 10 out of 10 disrespectful dunk. It's bro. This is this is crazy. And what's what's wild is Vince Carter probably saved him because he probably could have did something much more disrespectful than this. Ooh, the mercy itself was disrespectful. Yeah, he took bro. pity on him with this dunk. Ooh, he did give it the easy way out. He didn't even he didn't even have any reaction to it too. Just a deep dark stare down to his soul. <laughs> he just cursed that man generationally <laughs> to God. his soul. This man is the Grim Reaper. Yeah, nah, man. Yeah, Vince Carter was cold for that. Damn. What makes this yeah, like having no reaction in my mind makes this dunk even worse because it's like at least point at me, whatever. But like you're 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 nice. Oh, about no. You want to get pointed what are you at? Say now. You can't point at me. You can't Damn. point at me. Something dirty will happen on the next play. <laughs> and elbow to the neck. Somebody's going to be broken. Happen, I don't know who. Your, somebody. Your kneecaps will not be there on the next time down if you point at me. <laughs> Tony Soprano will be called immediately. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah. Well, guys, hour and forty-eight minutes in. Longest episode ever. This is the end of the oh episode. My goodness. What should, t- tell t- tell the people what they should comment if they're still here. Hmm. Comment. It's better be good. Disney World. I don't know, bro. Comment. I'm going to Disney World. Like you just won a championship. Yeah. In all caps. I'm going to Disney World. Yep, there it is. Comment that if you're still here. I'm going. That's the end of the episode. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.